Yo, what's up? This is Darius McCray, and you're listening to Fire and Ice. All right, all right. We back with another episode of Fire and Ice. I'm Maine with the cool. Carlton with the heat. How you yeah. doing, man? I'm good, brother. I'm great. Fantastic. Um, we talked a little bit off air. Um, first of all, happy Wednesday to everybody. It, yes. is, it should be Wednesday when this drops, of course. Absolutely. Happy Wednesday to everybody. Um, we talked about the fact that we've been pretty much doing this like a year at this, at this point now, right? Yes. Um, I think we, we had a good run, a uh, good good year. And you make it sound like we're ending. No, yeah, I, I, I I'm just, when I, when I say run, I mean like, uh, you know, we've been doing good. Yeah. Um, the, I guess just think of it as a marathon. Let's say that, you know Gotcha. And let's be snipsy once again. I'm going to talk about that later. I got something to say about that. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I say that because, you know, I, I, I say run because I do feel like it, you do stop because you try to evolve at some point. So my, my my thing is always to you know get better. I know it's your thing as well. So I feel like well, how we started our first year and how we going through the next year, obviously gonna get bigger and better. Yeah. Um, that's just me. I think I think we did a good job though getting guests, having guests get comfortable, um, people knowing about us and stuff like that. So I think we're doing good. I think we're making an impact. Um, I think people are. Um, you know, I was got people. I was saying, oh, I want to be on fire night. So that's always a good feeling. So that's pretty dope. Um, you know, I, I love when people text me and tell me what was talked about and not just like the first minutes, like, like you going, like you actually listen to like the hour and 15 minute mark. I always say that, like, you know, cause you be say, and I, my, mine be two hours sometimes too, but like when I do primarily hour, hour, 30 minutes, 90 minutes, but I always say it's so much beauty and somebody telling you something or giving you the feedback and it's something that you forgot you said because it was so much later in the podcast. Yeah. So like, even if it was, we hours or two hours, let's say it's the, the forty-five minute mark, like yeah. the fact you even—I know you listening. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's not you because you can't just pinpoint this, pinpoint that to actually give me a real rundown. You have to listen to the whole thing, and um, that'd be dope. Even though if, if you can't listen to the whole thing, listen to the first hour. We we kind of format it so that if you don't, if you're not listening to all two hours, you mm. still get something. Like, right. We we'll break down. Let's talk about that before we get into the thing. That'd be good. We'll we'll break down some stuff. So we'll have five key points we want to talk, key key topics, key story we want to talk about, uh. and we know the fifth one's the juiciest. So. Sometimes we had to put that in the first. We're like, okay, we're just going to do it first. Oh, well. Because that second hour got, you know, three high points, you know? Yeah. So it's just about, you know, uh, planning perfectly for listening to uh, yeah. the game. I, I mean, you do a good job. But like I said, I know, man, like, he have his notebook and he'll, like, really um, put the, all right, this mark, we're going to talk about this and kind of just keep everything structured. Um, I mean, we got to now because, it's again, we're, hours, we're it's two hours. I, I know and how that then, goes. And, and I... It's different if it's two hours. Like I know, like big podcasts, like you know Joe Button and all of them. Like it's easier for them because people they got so many fans. People just they they, they, they some people don't listen to podcasts, but they, they just want to hear that guy. Mm-hmm. Just like us. So on a smaller scale, though, but like we got people that don't listen to podcasts, but because it's us, they do listen to it. Yeah. So I don't really I don't format it for them. I format it for the people that don't really listen to them, but like, but mate, but you know they are interested in doing it. And yeah. now you gain the fans. So we have like a lot of the listen, a lot of people that that's into v, VPN. They listen to it. It's that third. So I'm like, okay, well, cool. We ain't got to set up for them because they're gonna listen anyway. But for the naked listener, that maybe they share or we share it, and they don't know. Yeah. I like let's hit them off with this one first. This is and it depends on the guests we have too. We could tell if we have a good episode based on. Hate to say it though, based on what happened outside of the community, we we have no control of that. If it's a slow week, <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got nothing. You know what I'm saying? If it's a slow week, if it's a slow week, we honestly looking for guests. I ain't gonna lie. Like last week episode, I was like, I honestly ain't think we did that good. But clearly we did. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it was because I, I was like, we because we really was like, we even had nothing to talk about. It was like, okay, we're gonna try to come think, up with something. I think me and you both have a good job of uh, we do a good job of illustrating uh, appreciation for 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 people in their craft. 
and we do a good job of also dissing people as well. So that's another thing. But <laughs> I say that to say we were able to not only uh, show appreciation to uh, John Singleton, but also be mindful of the fact that we always talked about black director. We never mentioned him. Mm. So we also, you know, add our own force into it, but then also while praising him again and more and more, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So even realizing like, dang, we've been kind of one of, one of the ones that wasn't really praising him, you mm. know what I'm saying? When he did all this, but we did that due diligence, our research and everything. And I think that's the dope part about the podcast. Like even when you go back to think about Nipsey and stuff like that, how we always talk about him last year. I, you know, I kept saying, I like his music, I like his music, I like his music. And then whatever happened, you know, happened and, we still was able to show appreciation. I think we do a good job on that because the Nipsey one was really good. Everybody was like, yo, I expect y'all to do that good or Nipsey because I'm a rap. I like rap. You like rap, but we don't like the same kind of rap. Yeah. So they, they didn't know that we were going to be able to do it the way we did it. And then Sa came in and had little, you know, touches, her, po- her poetic touches to yeah. it. It was, it was dope. And was she, wasn't even, like, she wasn't even scheduled to be there. She, y'all were just talking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who was just hanging take this. She said no. We was like, nah, take the mic. We good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but then I, I know it was a good vibe. You know what I'm saying? You got to think. Because you know, like, you're not sitting there two hours for no reason. I'm telling True. you. People leave. T- we have guests leave after hour. No, it's not a bad thing. We, we set up that way. And we make them we let them choose they want to stay or not. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's something new we've been doing too. So we we change a lot. But for the most part, they be wanting to stay though. The vibe is there. Why not? It's like, it's, and that's why I, I want the listener to have that same vibe. So when we when we do say, okay, we're gonna do that first, we're gonna do that first, we always gotta put into account segues, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How we're gonna lead into this topic. Um, what's the what's the mood gonna be like for this topic? Cause you got moves like we might talk about John Singers and we can't just go into dissing somebody right after that. No, we, we can't just celebrate somebody's life and then diss somebody that's living. You that's know true. what I'm saying? <laughs> it's baby steps. You're going you're gonna to diss somebody, yes. Yeah. But it's baby steps to that, you know what I'm right. saying? So, um, Different levels to this thing. Yo, I didn't ask you how you was doing. Um, I'm doing well. I'm doing all right. My job kind of pissed me off a little. I'm not going to lie. They, they kind of pissed me off all uh, the day, man. Yeah, man. Well, I, I say this. And long story short, I think. Um, wait, wait, wait. In, in doing good. Say, wait, say my it job, again. The job. My oh, job, I was yeah, like, what did I do? I didn't my do my job. Nah, not this. This is, this is lovely. You know what I'm saying? This is a good. <laughs> my job is just. Um, I'll say this. You know, when, when you do good at certain things, and, you, and, and it's not always to your benefit at that point. And I feel like I was, I'm doing good in a certain place that they didn't think I was going to do good in. I'm doing great in a certain place they think they were going to do good in. And I think that now they're sending me somewhere I never wanted to be ever wanted to work I always said if I work anywhere but this particular place and they sent me there and I think it's because I was doing good one place mm. they want me to do the same thing to that place and the person that was there before that not saying that he doesn't doing good but they not happy with how he's doing mm-hmm. so we had to do a swap and I didn't get paid no extra money I'm like whoa I'm going to a busier department and it's like I want some extra coins if I gotta do this mm. but I don't think I have a choice so they asked me but they kind of told me you know gotcha. yeah, yeah it's kind of one of that's kind of the parent things like I'm gonna slick Tell you what to do, but kind of try to act like seem like I'm asking you. I'm not really asking you. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, it's kind of like you know, like how you think about cleaning the bathroom? I hate it. Yeah, but yeah. So go ahead and get the gloves and you know, it's like, you know one of the things. Like, oh, okay, I, I see what that was. Just. But um, yeah, definitely, man. I'm like, oh man, I'm sorry, but but you know, I I I, I, I I'm one of people that I, I agree that um to make yourself better, you gotta challenge yourself. So I'll take on that challenge, you know, and I think maybe I don't see the big picture now, but maybe it'll come later on or something like that. I yeah. think it will. I think, like I said, again, we are placed in situations sometimes we feel like we can't handle a situation that we don't want to be in, but it's to help us grow into the person that we're supposed to be or, you know, it, it, we learn lessons. Excuse me. We learn lessons wherever we go or we, we're supposed to learn lessons and it's up to us to be receptive to those lessons that we're supposed to be learning. So I think maybe in this season or this little time that you have at the place you don't want to be in, there's either somebody you're supposed to reach 
or uh, something you're supposed to learn that you can carry with you. So I think yeah, if you look, at, I think if you again, if you know how to shift your perspective on things, not saying you can't mend your feelings about stuff, but like if you eventually learn how to shift your perspective, it kind of makes you see things from a different point of view, and then it right, helps you right. develop a better attitude about why being in a place where you don't want to be. Because yeah. trust me, I'm like. I've been there when I've been working places when I'm currently there now, working places and I don't want to be there, but it's like, okay, I think about the people that I would not have met if I wasn't there. Right. right, right, So it's kind of like, if you think about it like that and it's like, all right, cool, I'm here for a reason. And then once it's your assignment's over, then you keep it pushing. So, yeah, I mean, that's the goal. You know, I just go out there and do what, I, what, I, what, I, what I'm known to do, and I just I go from there. You know, we never know. Every, life is, you know, funny like that sometimes. You do stuff, and you don't want to do it, and that's how you know, boom, something great happens. That's you know? true. So, and it could be other opposite of way, but who knows, you know. If something bad might happen, that might be the thing that needed to happen for me. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. It's just something that I've been thinking about, like, dang, I really didn't have no choice in this. It's like crazy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, just, it's just so wild. I had to go through all this stuff to get that, that position. They gave me the worst one, it seemed like. Mm. I turned it around, and now I was like, okay, I see. We see what you can do now. Let's let's, let's bring you here. Yeah, but they, they see potential. In you. They see greatness in you, man. So. I already saw it though. I was trying to tell them years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Open the Pepsi though. Go ahead. Oh, there you go. Um, I want to um share. I have some good news that I want to share. Um, I'm really excited about this. Um, recently, the Miami Wet Fest just went through, and Sweet Mahogany was one of the so one of my shows that got screened. Um, the Miami Web Fest? Yes, Miami Web Fest. Okay. Um, unfortunately, I was unable to go financial reasons. However, we did have a representative there. Shout out to Ronza. Thank you for going and representing. Um, well, he called me on awards night and was like, hey, uh, you want bad news or the great news first? And I was like, bro, I'm about to go to bed. What's up? Oh, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> and he was like, well, the bad news is we ain't win no trophies. We ain't get no trophies. I said, okay, well, you know, it's all good, whatever. And he said, but the great news is we got a distribution deal. I was like, what? What? I was like, what are you talking about? So basically, Sweet Mahogany is one of the recipients of the Maverick Entertainment distribution deals from mm. for the night. So basically, um, we get a check um, to... We get a check. You see how he paused real yeah, quick? We, we get a check. <laughs> we, get, we get some a little bit of money to basically be on their platform, their distribution platform. So it's pretty dope. That's a that, that and that's funny. It's funny. And, and mind you, we didn't set this up. We have no topics right now in front of us at all. Right. We just spoke, and it's funny how I said what I said, and it kind of went right into what you were saying. And it's like, you know, you didn't win the award, but I know you wanted to win because you you know you, we took pictures of you all last. You had all the awards. You know what I'm saying? You want to add to the collection. Yeah, I kind of wanted to add to one more. That was somebody saying, "Nah, the table too full of awards right now. You need a distribution deal." You know what I'm saying? Like, you, we 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 won't say you didn't have before. You got to think every. You, you win you at all these fests you, you yeah. pretty much go to. Every web series that I see you go to or you, you nominate at, you usually win something. This is one you didn't win no award, but I don't feel like with no bad news. That's no, like, that's that, great that, news. that was wonderful. I was, I'm excited about that. Um, that's one of them step forwards uh, to take three steps, um, step back to take three steps forward kind of things. I don't even think we took a step back, honestly. Not really just you, you didn't win an award. Like, whoa, take a step back. Like, I didn't win. But, you know, it's like, <laughs> I mean, physically. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, I feel you. And you're like, oh, but I got... Oh, I won. You good? Yeah, I yeah. Won. I mean, I I think this is this is um dope. We Checks have... over stripes, huh? Checks over stripes. <laughs> <laughs> um, we um basically we still in the beginning processes. Everything um you know once uh, the paper I guess work comes in, I look over it and everything that we can I guess move forward. But this is dope. I mean, just the 
you starting to see things progress, like all the years that you put into it, and you slowly but surely start to see things progress. And so that's why I don't really, um, you know, you have times you get discouraged, you're like, dang, why, what's what's going on? But then once you, when something actually starts happening, you're like, all right, I understand. So it's like you just got to keep pushing no matter what what you're doing, no matter how long you feel like it takes, just just keep going because your, yeah. your thing is, your thing is going to happen right around the corner. You just can't give up on it. So That's true, man. That's true. I, I, like I said, I, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of the whole VPN. Thanks, man. You know, I hope that um, they they actually reach out for other shows too. But I know Super Hogan is one of them shows. Where it's like yeah. it's so creative, and I, I just it's just so different from like. Cause I, and I think since I've met you, and I'm not, I was it's nothing to do with me though. But like <coughs> your content, like it's not it so much a change, but it's like you get creative, more creative each each uh series you make. Mm-hmm. So like, everybody know my thing is I like the tick, you know I like I like I like the uh, the one with the comedian. I can't think of it now. I, can't, I keep thinking of another another movie though. But I like that show, and I know and I, I hope you come back out with it. Um, what the comedian? He got the oh, in the nick of time, nick of time. Yeah, you know, it's a movie called Nick of Time. That's why I keep. That yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. I like that, but like I said. You got then you got Sweet Mahogany also also creative. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then you got Bond is also creative. Then you got it's like all creative in different ways. It's not even the same content at all. Yeah, and I like that. You know, I think for a while you did make similar content just in different shows, but now it's like it's all different to me. Like it's like mm-hmm. every show is different. Like if it, even even the, even the way you even like looking at it is different. Like semantically, it's just different. The uh, way I take it in is all is different. Each That's one of them, you know what I'm saying. So I like that. Oh, not for nothing. I did see um, your acting reel you posted the other day. <laughs> I want to tell you, man. Um, the acting you did with the gun that was that was good. That was great, right? The acting on the whole thing was great, but the funniest one was seeing you younger. Like, I was I was expecting that. I, I was expecting like some some newer stuff. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying. And when you, I seen one when you asked the guy asked for some coins and tokens something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. said, "Yo, what happened? Like you were back in time? Like, you look so young." I was like, "What's, what's going on?" <laughs> and then you just start white. I said, "His white game is real. Your white game on the table that was real. That was, I liked it. It was, it was, it was good." <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't really have a lot of stuff, so it's like I had to. I don't, I just didn't want to put the stuff I'm on, like the stuff I produce. So I was like, "Well, let me find some stuff that I've." Done, man. That was funny. Trying to put it together, so it threw me. It threw me off. Like, oh, <laughs> what's going on? But, nah, shout out to Carl having an acting role. Speaking, uh, speaking of Brotherhood, new season coming out uh, Juneteenth. So Juneteenth. Uh, Juneteenth. That's when the season three starts. For those of you who don't know it's what Juneteenth means, to, it's a good way to celebrate. June nineteenth. <laughs> Just for people who don't know, but Wednesday, June nineteenth, uh, season three of Brotherhood premieres, and then after that run, we'll have the series premiere of Sisterhood right after that. So. Really excited about that new any, content any, coming. Any relation to the actual holiday of Juneteenth, or you just thought about it? No, like, actually, that's funny though because Brotherhood Juneteenth. Our brothers I didn't even. Just, I didn't think crazy. about the correlation. To be honest, um, we gonna run with it though. Shout out to Donald. He was like, uh, "Hey man, you should start the, se- the season in the middle of the week. Let's try something different." I said, "Okay, cool. I'm always down to try something different." I paid June nineteenth, and then I was like, "Oh, it's Juneteenth." My I didn't birthday too. It. Oh, that's what's Happy up. Birthday, Ty. That's what's up. That day, right, if, I, if I forget, you know, I got it now. So. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I'm excited about all the great things we're doing. Like I said, again, and just here with Fire Nights again, and we're celebrating the year. We're celebrating past the year, actually. Um, But we are, our very first guest was Marquise Wilson yes. so from Hang With Mr. Cooper. A big-time show. Yes, absolutely. Uh, uh, a childhood actor, big-time yes. childhood actor from a big-time show yes. in a big-time decade, Yes, the 90s. Absolutely, and um, of course... Um, he was he's on some VPN stuff too, but like I said, just having the chance to talk to him, learn some stuff about him, I didn't know. That was our first episode, very first right? episode. People, oh, they loved that one. It was like, oh my god, and I, that format was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, 
So this year, well, not not so much this year, but I say it's a year out now. About to hit reset on how we do things and everything like that. We uh got another big time '90s actor. Yes, from a big time '90s show. Yes. Yo, what's up? This is Darius McCray, and you're listening to Fire and Ice. Keep it right there. All right. So without further ado, we're gonna introduce our special guest. Special guest. Special guest. Um, guys, he's a legend in my eyes. I mean, because I grew up watching this man. Everybody, tele- did. everybody did, but you know, I'm, I'm a '90s kid, so it's like I gotta take special privilege it's on the this best one. Best decade ever. <laughs> but you guys know him, um, you know, from the hit family show, Family Matters. But he also is a world-renowned television actor. Um, he's also a singer as well. Let's get up for Mr. Darius McCrary. How you doing, man? What's going on? Hey, man. How's everything going with you, brother? I'm blessed and highly favored by the best, and I won't complain because nobody listens. All they do is either hit the like button or uh, scroll through. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) I do it all the time. That's true. Well, um, Darius, thank you so much for joining us today, man. We really, really appreciate it, brother. Hey, thank you for having me. I truly appreciate it, and I don't take it lightly, and thank you for your kind words. Awesome, man. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into it. Let's go and get this out of the way. All right, Family Matters. We got to talk about it briefly. Um, can you tell us about your experience? The show went on for like nine seasons, am I correct? Yeah, yeah. Nine seasons equals ten years, okay. uh, you know, in, in, in Hollywood talk. Gotcha. So, <laughs> how, so how was your experience in it? Because you was on there from the very beginning to the very end. Like, just, I know you can't briefly talk about, like, break it down because I know it's so much experience you've experienced on there. But how was it being on that iconic show? Because definitely it's, a, it's an iconic show, obviously. Well, I'm I'm definitely gonna 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 agree with you, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna use two words, class act. Okay, class act. I'm gonna use another word that you probably wouldn't even think of to describe uh, such an experience. It was exquisite. Gotcha. Um, oh, uh, Miller Boyette, Bob Boyette, Tom Miller. Um, I call them the sitcom dons. They were the executive producers. Their television. Uh, an entertainment royalty. Um, it starts from the top uh, to amazing men. Um, Bill Bickley and Michael Warren, two more amazing men um, whose names are synonymous with success. And um, Dave Duclon and the whole crew. There were so many. Jim Gagan, Gary Mentier, rest in peace. All of these men, all of these people, Meg Deloach, uh, who went on to uh, to write and create the Eve show. Um, Greg Garcia, who mm-hmm. went on to do Raising Hope. Um, uh, previous to Family Matters, these men did shows like Growing Pains. Um, they did shows like Laverne and Shirley, Happy Days, Perfect Strangers, Full House. I can go on and on. Uh, they, they, they just had an amazing vision and they, they chose people to surround themselves with who could share that vision. And then they would cast actors who knew how to carry out, uh, that vision and, and realize it and bring it to life. Um, uh, and, and it all starts at the top. So, uh, they were just class act and, um, you know, it was truly a blessing. The thing about family matters that was so amazing was it was a, a, a black family show that yep. was produced by white men. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it just speaks volumes to the word family, how it transcends color. It mm-hmm. transcends race. Um, you know, because we all have family and, and we all have family matters. And these men did an impeccable and an amazing job of bringing it to life and allowing us to, to, to chime in and, 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 speak our truth on the black experience. Gotcha. Um, I remember when, you know, they, I was allowed to wear shirts, uh, and, 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 um, 
and these sweat sweatshirts back then with H uh, HBUs on them. You know, um, uh, you know, it was it was um, HBCs. It was it was it was amazing that they allowed me to wear shirts that said Grambling and 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 on them and and um, you know all these different uh, Southern and these different shirts. You know, and sweat sweat because they they knew as a young black man Eddie Winslow would really be doing this. So um, they were very sensitive to uh, to those facts, and uh, it was truly a blessing to have grown up um, in, in such an awesome camp. Awesome. Now, we are definitely, obviously, are in the age of reboots, because like I said, it's like every, it seems like everything is coming back, especially from Every the 90s. Day. I mean, the 90s was a great era, so why not? Um, <laughs> but you got, yeah. you know, like I said, you got all these yeah. great shows coming back. Recently, most big news was New York Undercover is coming back and all that great stuff. So if Family Matters had opportunity to get a reboot, would you come back to the show? Uh, I would party in a phone booth with those people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what do you think, what do you think Eddie Winslow would be doing like today? Like in 2019? Because I, I remember when the show ended. Eddie Winslow would be hanging out with the Migos. Oh, for real? <laughs> oh, <Lord>. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, Eddie Winslow would have probably made Detective already by now and he'd be hanging out with the Migos. Gotcha. Yeah, because when the show ended, he was working in the police. He was doing his just started the police academy or whatever so he was yeah but you gotta remember he was also friends with Shanice he was friends with Tracy Spencer you know uh Eddie Winslow found his way into different things so by now he probably would be hanging out with Kanye because Kanye is from Chi-Town you know um and uh and and, and he'd be hanging out with Chance the Rapper you know and he, <laughs> and he, he you know he, he probably have um you know um uh, a couple baddies, you know, by now, uh, you know, uh, and when I mean baddies, I'm not talking about, uh, I'm not talking about chicks, a couple of kids of his own, little <laughs> badass little kids running around. <laughs> and him and Greta would be married. I was just about to ask about that, about Greta. I think, I think Greta would still be in the picture for sure. Could, couldn't do it without Tammy Townsend. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I want to ask you this. What would you give, what would you say is like the most challenging part of athlete growing up in Hollywood? Growing up a star, like being known, being on this iconic show, and then life after that, what was most challenging for you? You know, I'm I'm, I'm gonna be quite honest. Family Matters was an awesome experience, but I grew up uh, I grew up McCreary, and uh, my family um, <laughs> their, their names are synonymous with music. My father, um, you know, is one of the greatest musicians in my eyes ever to sit at a keyboard, uh, you know, ever to record. Uh, my aunt is one of, one of uh, my favorite, my favorite female vocalists, uh, my aunt Linda, uh, my aunt Charity, my uncle Alfred, the McCrary's. I mean, they, they, they used to open for the Jacksons. I was five years wow. old the first time I, I met Michael Jackson. So, I mean, you know, Family Matters is awesome. It's great, but you know, um, I mean, I had Howard McCrary for dad. <laughs> I mean, so, uh, I grew up hanging out, you know, with my dad in the recording studios. In fact, that's how I got discovered. So, um, you know, growing up Hollywood was a whole another a whole another vibe for me. Uh, you know, it's just it's a trip when you when you're in a recording studio, um, you know, and, and you watching Andre Crouch record with Crystal Merton. I I I I'll be thinking of you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, crazy. you know, when you when you when you growing up like that, you know, with your dad, you know, working with Walter Hawkins, you know, uh you know, and, and, and uh, Tremaine Hawkins and, and Edwin Hawkins, you know, um, when you're watching this stuff and you're watching them write these songs and you're in the studios and you're seeing all this greatness take place, it's, it's a different experience. So Family Matters was great. 
but I grew up Hollywood, you know, um, like you said, and, and my father and my mother made sure that I was exposed to everything that I could be exposed to on both sides uh, of the line, because, you know, it's a lot of parents out there that are going through things and they like to keep the child from the other parent or whatever. Even when my mother and father were going through, they, they always made sure that I was exposed to both sides of the line. And that's what produced what you all see today. Uh, you know, if my mother would have played those games with my father, I probably would have never been discovered by Chip Fields, uh, wow. who's Kim's mother. You know, so I grew up around Jack Hay and grew up watching all these great people because my father was in the industry. So my experience was on a whole nother level, man. It was it was on steroids. Like I said, I met Michael Jackson for the first time at five years old. Can you buy that? Yeah, that's, that, that, that's, <laughs> that's probably the most interesting thing you said to me. Like, Michael Jackson, that's like my idol, man. It's, it's crazy that you met him, man. Yeah, man, you know, I had cool conversations with Prince, you know, Shaka Khan is my aunt, you know, who I love so much. Elder Barge is one of my greatest musical teachers and my mentors, you know, I mean, I I, I grew up having conversations with these people, man, you know, and to, to this day, you know, as a musician, you know, it blows my mind every time I talk to Elle or I play some music or we're in a studio and Elle says, man, Darius, you did good, man. He said, that's real good. I, I like that, man. You know, I'm like, Elder Barge is sitting here telling me that I did something he's impressed with you know so it's a whole other trip man for me you know would you say um you had a like, kind of an advantage because I, I noticed you know a lot of uh childhood stars they they seem to struggle when they you know get older or, you know trying to get roles and this that and third but i've i've seen you since then like all the time and now you say you know your dad being a musician and them being in a business and kind of getting the business right do you think you had a kind of advantage of Maybe having your business right to make sure you get these roles and have the right agents and have the right publicity. Like um, I'm not gonna say I had an advantage, I, but I definitely did have a great example. I had an example of what to do, what to look for, what not to do. Um, you right, know, right, right. I, I definitely had had great examples before me, so I'll, I'll I'll give the credit. But I don't think anyone, um, and I'm gonna be honest, I don't think anyone. Uh, um, has an advantage in show business because it's probably one of the most competitive businesses in the world and it's one of the trickiest businesses in the world um, in addition. Um, you know, you, you, you can never put your finger on the pulse of anything in this business. You could be up today and down tomorrow and you can't this, ever this believe your own press kit or take this, this stuff for granted. It's a privilege. It's an honor. You know, and, uh, you know, I mean, I consider it an honor that people want to talk to me because there are a lot of people that people don't want to talk to. I mean, you know, there are a lot of people who aren't, aren't worthy of being talked to. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest. You know, there are a lot right. of people who let the success go to their head and, you know, they feel like they're too good. And, you know, um, you know, it's it's really it's really deep. But then on the flip side of the coin, you know, you have to have a certain level of confidence to do what we do. You know, and, uh, and confidence, in my opinion, doesn't equal uh, a conceit. You know, you have to you have to walk a very fine line. So um, I wouldn't say I had an advantage, but I definitely had great examples. You know, that's okay. what's up. Um, now, you did um, have a stand on one of my favorite soap operas, Young and the Restless. Um, you played Malcolm Winters for a little bit. And we recently had the opportunity to, you know, honor and pay tribute to uh, Christoph St. John. How did he ha how did he impact your life? Christoph is one of the greatest human beings God ever created, period. Hands down. And I, I, I mean, I will say that for the rest of my life. He, he is just he's one of the most amazing men God ever created. This is a man who was a true renaissance man. Um, I, I admire Christoph so much because he, too, was a child actor. Yeah. Um, I mean, he started younger than me. And to this day, he's still the uh, longest running African-American uh, television series regular in TV history. Absolutely. 
he has more hours than anybody, and you'll never catch him. I don't care what you do, you because the game has changed. Yeah. So you know, it's a whole other thing. But um, um, Christoph showed me the game. He took me under his wing, and even before I did Young and the Restless, Christoph and I were very close. Um, uh, but he was truly my brother. Uh, I will always regard him as one of the greats, an amazing musician himself, an amazing writer, an amazing director. Uh, and he just, he just, he was always so uplifting and and, and inspiring, and um. You know, I, I I can't say enough about him, uh, and I, I I just love him so much. And uh, you know, shout out to his 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 daughters, Lola and Paris. Um, you know, and um, everybody that he leaves behind, Mia, Alana. Um, you know, uh, he he was just an amazing man. So, you know, Christoph, when he it, it's something else. You know, when you get when you're able to to join a team, and you can be Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen. You know, but then Michael knows how to let Scotty score. Right. You know, um, right. and when you have that mutual respect, when a lion sees a lion, you know, they know how to run in that pack. And that's who Christoph uh, is and what he represents to me in this industry. Um, it's so many African-Americans in this industry who don't know how to work with each other. Mm. We really don't. Um, and it's not our fault. You know, we don't know how to work with each other in any industry. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's just real. I mean, you yeah. know, I, I mean. I mean, we're figuring it out and, and shots out, you know, um, you know, big shout out to the ones of us who do, who do understand that we have to open the door and who do understand that some, some, somebody has to, there's going to be someone that's going to have to stand on your shoulders if you want to continue the legacy. Absolutely. You know, uh, so big shots out to all you all that do work together. But um, I mean, hell, it's hard to get us to, 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 to sit at the dinner table together and agree who's going to pitching on a bill so i mean <laughs> so, <laughs> um and it's not our fault it's conditioning that that we've been that we've been exposed to for years that's going to take some serious work uh continued work for us to to uh to to be able to work together and and uh and and um you know perpetuate uh you know um uh, the greatness that is within us people always say you know why black people are so angry we aren't angry uh we're just very passionate about everything that we do. And that, that passion translates on the screen, on mm. the field, mm. on the records that you hear. That's what that soul is. It's the passion. You know, we've been through so much stuff that we've been through that we don't even know we've been through, you know, that comes out later on. So, you know, it's not our faults, but, um, you know, Christoph, he just exemplified everything that a black man uh, should uh, uh, be and, and and what a black man should do. Another one was John Singleton. John yeah. was another one who, uh, I mean, if he could, he would. Uh, and it's just so amazing how he he uh, was one of the, the the first to really tell our stories in a light that that we never had an opportunity to see. You know, um, and it wasn't black exploitation. It was something else. He opened up a genre that. Uh, um, I mean, we should all be forever grateful uh, to him for, for opening. Um, uh, you know, uh, I'll never forget the first time I met John Singleton, my brother Donovan, um, uh, Boys in the Hood, played Little Ricky. And, um, you know, I, I always loved John as a director. He's one of my favorite directors. Boys in the Hood is one of my top five movies in all Hollywood history. Um, and um, 
I, I wanted to work with, with, with John. And so I, I, I do the work, you know, I would go in, I auditioned for Fast and the Furious and I didn't get it. They wanted a rapper. Um, I auditioned for Baby Boy and uh, instead I ended up doing a series. Um, and I didn't read for Tyrese's role, I read for another role. And a very good friend of mine got it. Uh, I was happy to see that. But I, I ended up doing a series uh, for a producer named Joel Silver. So I didn't get to work with John, work on that. But John would bring me in. And so finally we got to work together on snowfall. Um, and I did the pilot and, uh, and it was just, uh, it was just amazing. So, you know, there, there are some of us who do know how to work together. I'm all for us working together. Uh, I feel that this industry is not our industry. So you're crazy, um, or delusional if you go in and, you know, you, you, you're thinking that you're going to be in there by yourself. Mm. We have to work together. Absolutely. It takes all of us. That's it takes everyone to create a life experience. You're, you're, you're jaded and jilted if you're thinking that you're going to go in, um, and create an experience, um, that, that others will want to tune into if you don't work with and understand and try to coexist with others. Like I said, Family Matters was a, a black family show created by white producers, successful white producers, you know, and they were smart enough to have black writers and, and, and we had black prop masters and, 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 and the African Americans that were qualified to be in the crew, they were there. We had all black hair. We had, you know, black, black camera operators and, 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 you know, it was, it was, it was a mesh and a melting pot of people. And that's what we have to look at. And that's the beauty of art. Art gives us the opportunity to come together, inspire and influence and, and and it takes all of us to be able to tell a, a really good story that all of us can tune into. Absolutely. Everything you said is like 100% Bible, like for real, for real. Now, your your most recent project that you were a part of, you were on the uh, Urban Movie Channel's uh, Monogamy. So you was on there on season one. Can you tell us a little well, bit? Well, I'm, I'm going to have to correct you. That's Craig Ross Jr.'s Excuse me. monogamy. Craig Ross yes. Jr.'s monogamy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to give Craig his props. <laughs> Craig Ross Jr. He's another African-American filmmaker who's who, who's partly responsible for chiming in to, to kick in some doors and to tell some stories. Um uh, that we can relate to and, and putting our faces out there. And so, yes, I've had the pleasure of working on season one, season two, uh, promises to be even greater. Uh, shout out to Karen Ward Ross, who's an amazing actress who plays, um, my second wife in the show, uh, Christy Ferris, who's an amazing actress who plays my first wife in the show. You know, a brother like me get to have two wives, you know. But I, I can't I can't act like it's only me. You know, Wesley Jonathan has two, Blue Kimmel has two, and Brian White has two too. So, you know, it's it's a really cool show. Um if you guys tune in the second season, uh we have some surprises for you. It's just gonna be a whole lot of fun. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a, a joy to work with such talented people. Well, for people who haven't seen it, what is what's the show about? Like, what can you give us a so, brief synopsis? So, for those of you who haven't tuned in, you need to tune in. Uh, go to UMC and go order season one. It's a real easy watch. You'll binge watch it. Um, a lot of people out there binge watching TV. You need to binge watch your kids. But I'm gonna leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back to monogamy. Um, the show is about uh, four couples who are having extreme marital problems. And so they enlist in extreme marital therapy. And the therapy is swap, like wives swap 
uh, spouse swap and show me why. The only difference is that you can actually get down with the get down if you're in the swap. If you agree with your partner that that's what y'all gonna do. If you're okay. playing full out, then you know you you know you might have to go ahead and, and touch or be touched. Um, and 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 then uh, you know if the swap works better for you then you can stay where you are or okay. you can go ahead to the, to, to the other side where you think that grass is greener. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. So it's an interesting take, you know, uh, because, uh, in relationships, uh, we find that, that, that in this country we've been sold a dream and, um, it's called the American dream and we all bought into it or believe it growing up. And, 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 uh, you think that there's a perfect situation, but the truth of the matter is, is there's no perfect situation. You have to create your heaven on earth. And, uh, and the only thing you can do is try and find someone who has understanding and, and communicate and, and understands how to communicate that understanding, uh, so that you can build, uh, something together, you know, um, and, and, and relationships take work. Yeah. Take work, you know, and if you're not willing to do the work, if you're not willing to try and please that other person, not make that other person happy because it's not your job to make someone else happy. But we can work to please someone that we say that we love. Gotcha. And a lot of times people say the, 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 those words, but they're not willing to do the work. You know, um, I've been a, a, a victim of, of of giving my all. And, and and having someone just sit back and, and try to ride on my coattails. And I've also been guilty, you know, um, you know, of not loving enough. You know, uh, I, I, I know that there, there was a, a, a young lady by the name of Corinne Steffens that I was married to. And, you know, uh, she wasn't as bad as everybody painted her out to oh, be. Oh, wow. Uh, you know what I'm saying? She wasn't as bad as everybody painted her out to be. However... You know, um, you know, it doesn't help the relationship when when you have a public situation. You know, uh, it's 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 really rough. You know, uh, you know when when you're out there and 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 you have a raw nerve that's exposed, it's hard. Sometimes you get to cover that nerve up. You know, so um, you know, um, I might have been guilty of not loving Corinne enough. Uh, you know, uh, because she sure did love the hell out of me. Wow. Um, do you know when season two of uh, is gonna drop? Uh, I'm not, I'm not certain, um, okay. but we are, uh, in pre-production now. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, keep your eyes open. We'll be promoting it, um, um, on our pages. I'm at Darius McCrary. You can follow Brian White. You can follow Karen Ward Ross, Karen, uh, with a C and a Y. Um, uh, you follow Craig Ross Jr. And you can follow, uh, um, monogamy in the series uh, to uh, to find out. Wouldn't that have been interesting if I would have been in a, in a wife or spouse swap with Corinne Stephens? Well, y'all might not want to give my my, my, my chick back. <laughs> oh, wow. Last question. Last question we got for you, brother. Yeah. Like, if anybody, um, you know, do you have any advice for anybody that wants to get into the industry or get into acting? Like, what what would you tell them? I'm going to tell someone who wants to get into this industry um, some of the, the advice that I've gotten from the greats. It is not all a party. It's not all glitter, glitz, and glamour. It's a lot of hard work, um, and you're going to have to do the work. It depends on what facet you want to be involved in this industry in. If you want to be a director, if you want to be an actor, if you want to be a writer, you're going to have to do work and you're gonna have to do work that people don't see often mm. you're gonna have to you're gonna have to keep your mind right you're gonna have to keep your body right because you will suffer a, a lot of rejection you will probably hear the word no more than you hear the word yes so you're gonna have to toughen up 
And you're going to have to make sure that you're running with people who want the same things that you want, who want to see you successful, because it takes a lot of sacrifice. You're going to have to stay prayed up and you're going to have to learn how to eat top ramen sometimes when you want to eat steak. Mm. It's a lot of sacrifice. And uh, and lastly, I would tell someone the same thing that John Singleton told me. Don't wait on anyone. Create your own lane. Create your own projects. That's it. That's the word. Yeah. Thank, thank you so much, man. We appreciate you for taking the time out your busy schedule to talk with us here today on Fire Nice. And we definitely wish you the best in everything that you that you're doing, everything you got going on, brother. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you and uh, continued success to you, you as well. All right, so we back from that. Yes, yeah, that, that, that was Darius McCrary. So definitely, definitely a good interview. Definitely some nuggets there. Um, I, I I love the ending, obviously, of, of talking about creating your own lane and um, creating your own path and doing your own thing. Um, we preach that a lot, though, here on Fire and Ice. So I think, you yeah, know, he's just yeah. really just reiterating what we always say. You know, sometimes it takes somebody else saying it for people to get it sometimes. So, but... I think that's. I think that was dope. Yeah, I mean, I, I think within that interview, he said a lot of things that um I felt like me personally um anybody could take. But I thought it was dope. I think he he gave us more than what we expected anyway, and that, that was another thing. You know what I'm saying? You never know when you interviewing or you talking to um people that's already stars, um how you how how the things you're asking are going to be received or you know. And I feel like he he kind of opened up to us. So what dope. I love about it is I love talking to people that they're still humble. Humility goes a long way because um, he mentioned about how, um, you know, he's grateful that people want to talk to him. And like I said, again, right, right, not right. saying that not saying that me and you were nobody or whatever, but like we're still we're still building. You know what I'm saying? And so for him to be appreciative of us interviewing him, um, I've had situations where I've reached out to, you know, celebrities and they were like, you know, I told him what I was doing. I'm like, no, that's not of my caliber. Um, no, thank you or whatever, different things like that. And I, you know, I, I used to take it to heart but as far but now i'm just like okay well you know it is what it is it's all good you know just keep it moving but i appreciate people like darius who don't have to but they take the time out of their schedule to talk to you know the independents i think that's very important because again you see that we are working we are doing things we're the grassroots you know and he i I like mostly he he didn't give us any time restraint yes at least i didn't i didn't think it was Ain't nothing to discuss about time. Yeah, he kind of just let it let it flow. You know what I'm saying? I honestly feel like if we talking for an hour, he would have talked for for an hour. Yeah, I feel like the questions we had weren't questions that everybody's asking. Um, you know, I thought it was dope that he brought. I had a question about the brother. And he brought it up already. You know, okay. Because I I always thought it was him till this morning. I looked I looked up. Okay, we going we we going interview him. So I went and I checked it, and they said, Oh no, that's his brother. That's not him. I was going to ask him that in reference to John Singleton. So I thought it was dope that he just brought it up in conversation instead of me having to just uh, dig for it. Uh, I felt like he was very open. He just yeah. gave us, you know. And I appreciate the words that he said about Christoph St. John. Um, I think that was important because he, for people who don't know, he played Malcolm Winters for a little bit um, on the show. But it was great um, having him speak those positive words about Christoph St. John. I know his, um, the death really affected a lot of people that knew him. So I think that was dope. And of course he spoke highly of John Singleton too. I thought that was dope. Um, I just like said, the whole interview was great. I just, so it was let me amazing. ask you then, what, what, what and we, I, I'll answer after you, what on first go ahead, cause we just did a live. We haven't listened back to it yet and like that, but on first go, first go ahead. What is something you feel like you're going to take from this interview? I feel like the lane, the, the, the media part that you are in, mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff spoke way more to you than it might have to me. Some of the stuff you mm-hmm. said. So, what do you take from it? Like, what's your the most chunk of information you took from that that interview? 
Um, the biggest thing that I took was just the um, the reaffirmations of creating your own lane and just continuing to uh, create your own projects and different things like that. We, like I said, we've been doing that, but to hear somebody of that caliber to reaffirm that for me, that, that was something I needed. It's okay. We on the right track. We're doing it. So I feel like that was one of the biggest things I took away from it. Um, the second thing, I just thought it was funny. I thought it was funny that he said that Eddie Winslow would be hanging out with the Migos. Um, yeah. I don't know if Carl Winslow would allow that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought he probably would have said something like Chief Keith. This is Chicago. You keep it in Chicago. I don't think he's going to be in Atlanta, you know what That's man? funny. It was, that, was, uh, that was funny to me. Um, but no, man, this, like this, to me, I just thought the whole interview was great. But like I said the biggest thing I took from, again, was just a reaffirmation of Stand, creating your own lanes, creating your own projects, continuing to not allow people to stagnate you, um, doing your own thing, uh, not allowing people to put limits on you, and just and just continuing to be great in your own right. So I think that was the biggest thing that I took from that interview. Um, for me, and I asked within the interview too, and um, like I said, I over, I'm always respectful for every answer I, I, I receive. Um, I, I can't help but compare and contrast. So I look at him and look at somebody like Marquise, and I see two different, um, kind of like uh, two different support systems. Probably, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like maybe my key's business. Maybe he's a child star. Maybe he didn't know much about the business. I can't, I can't really assume. But just from talking to him and stuff like that, he had, you know, he, he was younger too. Mm-hmm. But I think um, with uh, Darius, you know, and his background with the, his dad being in music, knowing the business, um, knowing a lot of the BS that come along with it. Like he said, one thing he said in the interview, I thought would be, I didn't, I didn't charm on, chop on, but I wanted to, was he said that the business is tricky. Mm. And I did want to know what he meant by tricky, but I think we can always, from artists we all talk to and stuff yeah. like that, we know what it means. Um, I feel like that's why he wasn't able to get, like, tangled up in that tricky business. We see, we've seen them since Family Matters, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. Whether it's been on a big scale, small scale, we've seen them consistently since then. And we can't say the same for all actors, but I do feel like that background, that support was a little different. And him, um, like I said, being around Prince, being around Michael Jackson, some things maybe he had. So he may, he may, he may not see it as an advantage, but if I'm somebody like Marquis, something like that, I might see that as an advantage. Like maybe I, I made this move because I didn't know this, that, and third, where Darius probably didn't make that move because he knew this, that, and the third. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or he could talk to, hey, the barge, or you know, whatever, you know, dad. I don't know if Marquise had that same background, but it's just funny to see that, you know, people, uh, how how far you can go with the correct support system, absolutely. That um that background knowledge. So as I look at advantage, he may not look at advantage. You know what I'm saying? Because he's looking at it from a, from a whole standpoint. Yeah. But I'm looking at it. I'm, Comparing him, comparing you know other childhood stars and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and yeah, that support system is long, take a long it way. It does, it does. It can I'm, make and break you too. Yeah, I was talking about that with my family, um, my parents. You know, we talk, we have these conversations all the time as far as like just the importance of having that support system and just um, making sure you're surrounding yourself with people who are going to keep you grounded um, and people that are going to make sure that you that they, they they have your best interests at heart and they're not just trying to take advantage of the opportunities that are around you. Not just family, fr- um, friends too, like associates. That's very important that you, again, that support system is important. They're going to support you, but at the same time, encourage you, but at the same time, keep you keep you honest and keep you real too because you don't want a bunch of yes men around you. That's another thing. Like You can't learn and grow if you have people always agreeing with you and agreeing with every decision that you make because, you know, we don't always make the right decisions. Sometimes we get so caught up in ourselves that we think we're doing the right thing when we're actually doing the wrong thing. We're definitely going down that wrong road. So you definitely need that that support system to be like, hey, 
You're going on the wrong road. You I know, thought it was get dope back. when he said, uh, you know, sometimes you got to eat ramen noodles when you want steak. Hey, oh, that's true. That, I'm not going to lie, because sometimes you want to do something, but you, and you might have it. You might, yeah. you might got the money for the steak, but you know you got to put it here in order to get yeah. there. So you got to eat them noodles. Oh, boy, that, that was that was Absolutely. That was nice. It's just like, because, again, it's like we gotta, you got to sacrifice for what you want. You, you know, it's like how bad do you want it? You know, sometimes we get so caught up in the now, we forget about the later, you know? And I, I think what I like most about, like, doing, like, this part, and I know we shot away from that part of, of what we did podcasting, like, as far as getting people that was actors and stuff like that, or you just known to be on the show, interviewing mm-hmm. them. Because um, I want to listen to get more of a gist of us anyway, you know what I'm saying? And I, I want to be a show that's dependent on an actor or a guest, you know? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I never want to be that way, so... I think now we got that foot in door, we can start doing more of this. But I think it it, it gives you a, a a a higher respect for that person. Like I always say, like even with the John Singleton um situation, right? Whereas we might we might respect him, we didn't, but we didn't talk about him a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Now he's no longer here. You start thinking about work he did. Boom, you're looking at okay, dang, I should respect him a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with somebody like with uh Darius. You know, it's like you look at you might if you're looking at it from a grand skin thing, you say okay, well I seen him on. Uh, Family Matters And then Oh I only seen him on two things He don't do a lot You know But really you look at it You go look at his, his portfolio He's He's been consistent Yeah On a lot of things You know yeah. what I'm saying When you talk to him You hear how he talking It's like He's not talking like somebody That don't know nothing He sounds like a, a very intelligent guy Absolutely. You know what I'm saying Like he carried it We didn't We probably didn't have to ask him But three questions It probably still been the same time Because he was so open And um, so able to Converse well You know yeah, what I'm saying yeah, yeah. So you do have a deeper respect for him um, in that in that aspect, not that we didn't, that, not that we didn't, but I know you know how synopsis go. Sometimes you on a big show like Family Matters or a big platform, and then you don't never get nothing that's like even close to that 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 level of greatness. Mm. People put you in this category with like, oh, you ain't been doing nothing, or you're a childhood star. Like, he's not really a childhood actor. He was kind of grown. He, he, he's been he's been a lot of he's, he's done yeah. stuff. It's just like stuff that you probably just don't normally watch. But he's been he's been some big screen stuff though. Yeah, you know what I'm even yeah. The, even the John Singleton story he has like how he try how he act how he, you know. Uh, Audition for this, audition for that. He helped with the pilot of Snowfall. I love, that's my favorite show now, Snowfall. You know, we talk about it all the time. Yeah. And he did a pilot. I didn't even know he did a pilot. I remember seeing it. I just, I just didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I, ain't, I ain't thinking about that. But we put stuff like that in the back of our mind because it's not in our face all the time. Mm. We don't hear him saying this every week. Oh, I did this. I right. did that. You know? So I, I just, I think interviews like that and just talking to people like that and able to have an intellectual conversation is like, it's dope, you know. I just think for me, it's always amazing to when you you get the opportunity to talk to people that you've seen you see on TV. Like as a kid, like I never I don't idolize people, but as a kid, it was like Eddie Winslow. Like you see somebody that looks like you on TV, yeah. so it's like having an opportunity to talk to the guy that you like looked up to. I didn't know him, but I looked up to him because he's a, again he grew up on TV on a show that I loved. It's like it's an amazing opportunity. It's an amazing feeling to have the chance and opportunity to talk to him. So that was, it was just dope. I was I'm really honored that uh we were able to make that happen today. So that was, that's It was just amazing. so funny too. Like we we interviewed him and um he ended up talking about the whole how, he, how some of the writers, one of the writers from the show he was on, wrote the Eve show. Mm-hmm. We had somebody we had Reggie on from Eve. Yeah. It's just funny how all that go like kind of go into each other just it's dope, man. It's dope. It's amazing, man. All things, everything's connected. So, but what, what, what do you take away from his Hollywood um, comments? You know, just saying that you know it's not all glam and glitz and things of that nature. I, I, I believe it. I could, I could tell you that. I mean, not, not. I, I've lived it, but I'm just saying. Like, I know people who who live in L. A. Who live in Hollywood area. You know, you go out there with these big eyes, thinking I'm about to be a star. Because this what happens is you, no shade, but you do things locally. 
and people blowing your head up. And you're like, oh, I'm going to move to L.A. Oh, here we go. No, no, we're not going nowhere, but to, to truth land. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but when you go to L.A. and it's like the reality sets in, it's like, oh, dang, I really got to work. Because the, you know why? Because everybody in L.A. is trying to be what you want to be. So, so like when you're local, it's like you might be a big fish, but when you get to that big ocean of Los Angeles, California, you're a little fish in that in that big ocean. So it's like you the reality sets in. So I I mean I agree with what he's saying. It's like and it's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of it's a lot of hitting agendas. It's a lot of different yeah, things. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of things happening behind the scenes that we don't see. But when you get into that environment, you really your eyes are like really open. Like you really woke for real. So Well let me ask you like do you, is is there any question that you probably wanted to ask and that you didn't ask? Um, no, I think I got everything. I I want it out. I'm good. I I mainly honestly I really I wanted to because I, I knew about the young arrestors thing. I I really the main question I really want to talk about was Christoph's influence on him because like I said again they worked together. Um, I didn't know they knew each other prior to found um prior to young arrestors, but um that was pretty much it. You know, I just you know. That's all I, I got everything I wanted to say. Yeah, uh, only question I think I, I wanted to add, but I just didn't find the right time to actually fit it in. Which I, w- I want to know, like, best for somebody like him or somebody that's Hollywood in there. Maybe in the future I'll get to ask somebody this question, but I always wonder. We talk about teams and make sure you have the right people around you, support system, all that's part of the team. Mm. And in business, the team is just as important as, as that. And, like, I want to know how important it is to have the right agent, mm. like, for getting these, these auditions or these booking, like, because I look at it like, you know, if you're a director, you know, and you, and you know a bunch of agents, right? I'm not a director. No. Oh, yeah. If, apparently, yeah. That's right in the street. I don't, they, they haven't been clarified yet. I don't know. So, um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait for the background check to come in. Right? <laughs> 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 but we, we going to keep that in the streets. Gotcha. Right? Shout out to Mama Clay. Um, <laughs> but you, I wonder, because if, if I write a script and I'm saying, right, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for this, I'm looking for that, I would assume I tell certain agents in Xanther, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if your agent is one of the people that are always getting them calls... I would I would think that's the agent you want to pick, not True. the agent that has to go Google what auditions. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I want to know. I wanted to know like how important is that to have the right agent, the right publicist, the right uh, war, uh dress lady, all that all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like how important is it to have those things um, on your payroll, man? Like that's mm-hmm. part of the team, I would assume. But I, it's something I think about often because I feel like I want to know how much of Hollywood is actual talent because I'm it is a lot. I'm pretty sure a good percent of it's talent, but. It seems like the rest is really business, and it's mm-hmm. like chance by chance. I, I watch these, I watch these interviews on Big Boy Radio, and like when they come, the actors they come in, like even I got you hooked on the shot, you know. Yeah. Um, Shout Jason, out. I've got his name, the, the guy. The, the, yeah. I watched this Big Boy interview, and it was dope. It's like it's crazy how he even got on to to do that role, like the roles he got, and it's like his time that was there, but it's almost like they were talking through the agents, you know. what I'm saying my agent told me to do this. This person reached out to my agent. This person reached out there my agent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. Well, damn! How important is it to have a, the, the right agent? You know mm. what I'm saying? As, as opposed to just having the right talent. Right. I think a lot of times, majority of the times, and shout out to Jason Mitchell, man. The shot is excellent, man. Shout out to Maine for hooking me up, and shout out to my brother Cameron for finally getting me that Showtime app so I can watch it. I'm ready for season two. So, Kendra, let's get on it. Anyway, um, I think it's definitely when you're first getting in. I think it's definitely all about who you know. Because you can be one of the most talented people in the world, but people don't know, don't really know who you are, then they not really know how to find you, if that makes any right, sense. Right, 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 right. So, um, I think it's about connecting. That's why they say networking and stuff is very important, which is actually something I hate doing. But um, you got to, if you connect with the right person, 
Then it's like this person can connect you with this person that can get you to where you want to go. Then they see the talent. And once you get the opportunity to let your talent shine, then it's like, all right, and then it's like, all right, cool. Then it's about the talent, I think. But it's definitely this business, this entertainment business is definitely all about who you know. Because it's like you, again, I, I think like I know some of the dopest actors and actresses here in Augusta. I work with them, um, you know, some, and some of them in North Carolina, too. But I think it's because they haven't yet crossed paths with the right person that can put him, put them onto that project that they need to blow up on is the reason why they haven't blown up yet. So I think this whole thing is a, it's a chess game, you know? I, I, so well, One thing I want to throw out, once we're done with this, uh, the second hour, we're going to talk about other stuff. But, like, I, I know for one thing he said in an interview I thought was uh, really, really, really important was that how Holly work is like, you know, you can be up today and be down tomorrow. And we see it all the time with mm-hmm. whether it's scandals or whether it's just something somebody said, they say the wrong thing, or whether yeah. it's old tweets that pop up, or whether, regardless of what, like, you could be top up there the next day, one day, the next day is downhill. That's true. So that business is hard, man. It's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. I, I, I can't imagine that. You're on top of the world the next day, it's like, okay, now you're a C-less actor because of that one thing you said. You know what I'm saying? Or, yeah. It's a crazy business, man. It is. It definitely is, man. I'll be ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you man. talking? I'll be ready for it too, man. You the way you moving? The way I'm moving, hey, you know. But I, and I, I do think that the way you move that's that's why it's important. So I feel like if you if you if you kind of firm, which we're talking about in a minute, like some people that we're talking about Hollywood, we, we'll come back and talk about some people that maybe down, up and down because of scandals and stuff like that, but. I think that if you move a certain way, like consistently, mm. whether it's up or down on social media, I don't think you're gonna care. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like, you be up there, up today, down tomorrow. I'm trying to think of somebody that probably like that, but sometimes at some point you just don't care. It's like whatever. I think, I think honestly, I know she's talked about a lot, but I think Cardi B is like an example of that. It's like she's like. She she, she could she just, she could just do whatever she and people could talk about her. She people praising her one day they they. Condemn her the next. She doesn't care though. It's like she just continues to be her. I think she's a prime example of that. I think I, I, I like Cardi B. I like that she don't care as much as most uh, women artists would care. Like you'll see some just really going back and forth with everybody on Twitter. She'll just use one person. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use you. I might, tweet. but it's, it's like whatever. And she's gone. It's, there's, no, there's no feeling behind. It, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. She don't disrespect them. She don't call them ugly. She just answer and then go. You know what I'm saying? It's like you use one person tweet to kind of. Talk to the whole world. I think she's just she's just consistent. She's consistently consistent with who she is, and she just she's just herself. I mean, you either you like it or you don't, and then if you don't, she doesn't care. So it's like it is what it is. You got Jenny from the block. You got Cardi from the Bronx. Hey, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, you see how y'all New Yorkers do. Well, you know, the Bronx and New York is two different things to me. So what? to me, what? to me, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, from, yeah. I'm, from, I'm from Brooklyn. That's the only that's the only borough we really acknowledge. In, in wow! Shout out to the rest of them, though. <laughs> <laughs> I am keeping hundred, man. I just the Bronx is a different. That's breed, all you man. can do. You it's just keep breed. it, keep it one hundred. Keep it. I don't know about that. So I don't know about the block and all that. You don't want to know about the block. I don't know about the seven oh six. That's a good. That's a good thing. <laughs> that's a good thing, man. The Bronx, if you think about 706, the Bronx is equivalent to you ever um, drive on Gordon Highway over that river and it stinks. Yes. That's the Bronx. Wow. Yeah, so. Mm. Didn't want to do that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we, we 
we we we almost at an hour, so we uh, awesome. Gotta say goodbye to uh, Charlotte. It's Power One Hundred Four. Uh, thank y'all for listening. But if you want to listen to the rest of this podcast, go to SoundCloud.com backslash More Than the Masters podcast, or you could just go to uh, Facebook, type in More Than the Masters podcast. The link will be there. We post it every week, um, or you can go to Carlton Clay's page. You know what I'm saying? And share it all the time. Um, Judge it on Twitter. We we tweeted there most times too. So I mean, you know, it's it's it's, it's no way not to find it. Absolutely. So with that being said, we're going to jump to a break real quick, and we'll be right back. Um, you are listening to Fire and Ice. Yo, what's up? This is Darius McCray, and you're listening to Fire and Ice. Keep it right there. I came J. Wells Production. Looking in the mirror, I tell you what I see. I see a guy who's afraid to forfeit his dreams. Walking up the stairway. Stairway to success All of a sudden He stops to take a deep breath Do you believe? Oh, do you believe? Don't doubt yourself You're a creative being Can you achieve? Yeah, you can achieve Don't worry about what people say Don't have to feel your destiny It's staring you in the face. No, Listening to EQ, try it. Um, definitely, y'all go pick that up on download on your streaming services on all digital platforms. Go get that. Go cop that. I'm sure they're coming out with new music very soon, oh, yeah. and I can't wait for that. Speaking of new music, we have Mr. Chris Brown. He's not here, not yet. Um, but <laughs> Chris Brown is releasing a new album called Indigo. Um, it is allegedly supposed to have 30 tracks on it. Mr. Main. Are you excited about that? Are we here for? Are you going to be listening? Because you still haven't listened to the last one, the full, the Heartbreak on the Full Moon album. So, are we here for the Indigo album? Are we? Nah, I'm, I'm probably going to pass on both. Oh man, come um, on, man! But uh, so wait, wait, let me ask you this though: Who's on the album? Is there any features or? Well, apparently they're supposed. To, Chris Brown is featuring uh, Drake and Nicki Minaj supposed to be now, on the album. Okay, now I'll say this. If it's a Chris Brown and Drake record, I will listen to that. I'm here for like Chris Brown and Drake collaboration. Yes. Now, if they made an album with 30 songs, I'll probably listen to it. Okay, so what's the difference Chris between... Brown, Chris Brown alone? No, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm not doing that. What, what? Why? What's the... Why Why would you listen to a Chris Drake 30 track album versus you just listen to a Chris... Drake has, hasn't put out a bad album to me um, okay. yet, and Chris Brown has, so... That's just that's, that's that's all I can really say. But honestly, I'm, I I like Chris Brown artistry. I like I think he's a very talented artist and he can dance and and like he can sing and stuff like that. But 
I just don't like his music enough to listen to that. You know, you got you got just you got some people you like enough to listen to thirties. I can't do it, Chris Brown. Just, I don't think I can do and I'm a big whole fan. I can't I don't think I can listen to a 30 song Jay Z album. Like, I'm not trying to I don't want to. Like it just So what's I think I've asked you this before, I can't remember. What's your maximum? Like what's your maximum number of, of songs, of tracks on an album? Um it, it varies from art to art. A regular artist, I would say twelve should mm-hmm. be enough. A re, if you're a regular like this is my album I don't look at it as like a top artist, twelve. If you know how to paint pictures very well, like you like a Kendrick Drake type type dude, mm. if you give me twenty one, I, I take twenty one. That's probably too much though, but I take it. Okay. But for Kendrick Drake level, I would say eighteen. Okay. Because one over could, could be could, I, could, I could be the look. It's, this is this is too much. Mm. You know. I got but, you. Um, it's it's so fickle now because it, it it really takes nothing to make a not takes nothing. It's just making a good project these days are coming so uh so easily to some of the artists now. You don't, you don't overdo it by putting too many songs. Like, mm. make a good project. Don't give me a, a full project. Just give me something that's great. You know what I'm saying? Give me some you. great music. I don't care if you give me six songs. Like, we like Ella May. You know what I'm saying? Mm. She gave us, for time after time, that she finally gave us an album, which is, which is dope. But she had put seven songs on there. It was, it's a good seven. I'm going to take it. Gotcha. Over a sometime, oh, I got, you got three good ones or two okay. I don't want to do all that. I shouldn't mm. have to, you know, divvy up the, the tracks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want a great album or not. And the Chris Brown's a level where I feel like he should be putting out great, great, great projects now, great albums. If you want to put out a 30 song project, I suggest he break it up into three. Like most people do. Maybe lying though, but most people do like, mm. oh, I got 300. I got, no, you just break it up three. Give us one, one month. Give us other 10 next month. You know what I'm saying? And do it that uh... way. Don't give me, why are you just shoving 30 songs in my mouth? Like what's going on? So in essence, you're basically you're technically doing three albums in one year. Oh, okay. That, I mean, I, I don't Listen, you know, that. I, I'm I, I can dig that though. I mean, another thing is that like in Chris Brown did the last time is I've seen now that now that everything is digital and it's on iTunes and stuff like that, people often take the track off and put another track on it or, or twist the track out. You know what I'm saying? They they can do that now. Mm. And, the, and say you say so say I buy I buy I buy album on iTunes. It's five tracks. I can go tomorrow and be six track, and you can add a track there. Mm. So if you're gonna have your album be Indigo, January, oh, let's say let's say June, you put the first ten songs out. I bought the album, though, right? Mm-hmm. And then you just keep adding ten songs, you know, whatever. But I'm not, I'm not just listening thirty. Songs. I'm not doing it. I'm sorry, I can't. Only way I do that is if you if you spoon feed me them songs, and then now you just do a, a compilation. Mm. I can do thirty songs, a best of somebody, of course. Mm. We know the songs are, are fire. We know that. Yeah. But just thirty Chris Brown new records. Come on, bro. no, I'm sorry, I don't know. I am here. I'm definitely here for this Drake and Chris Brown collaboration. I've been I've been here for. I've been wanting it since they quote unquote beefed. So I'm like I've been I've been saying y'all need to stop all this and get this money. So finally they've gotten to the other side. I'm really excited I, to see what I, they're gonna but do. But I want the record that. I want the Drake and Chris Brown record where they in the studio together. I don't want yeah. that new age Drake and Chris Brown where I'm gonna just email. You know, I want I want y'all to be in the vibe. Be in so the you want to see together. a photo of them together? I ain't gotta see the photo, but I want. I but know you that need proof though. Not. But how do you know they? So how you gonna know they was in the studio together or not? It's gonna hit different. It's mm. gonna hit different, man. If, they, you, you, if, if, if you, it's gonna hit different. You, the, the, you the music man, so you would know. I'm. I. I. I if I hear it, I'm gonna think they're in the studio together regardless. So. I can tell by how personal it is that they was in the studio together. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like what lines should be crossed, shouldn't be crossed. You know, it just. I, I don't want. To, I don't want to affect their artistry, but I would love to see a Chris Brown and Drake EP or something like that. Six songs, something, something simple. I think mm. they can do that. That'd be dope. That'd I know. Dope. I'm, I'm not a big fan of Chris Brown rapping per se. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's whack. I just don't. I'm not a big fan of him rapping. But I won't mind him meshing up and you know and I got you. putting some stuff together. Even if, even if they know, even if it's Chris Brown just doing like background vocals or Drake doing background vocals, like even sometimes that 
it's something that changes the record, like how you like a record. You know what I'm gotcha. saying? Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Because uh, I don't even know, but we still talking music. You remember Jane Fox had that song called Fall For Your Type? Yes. That was a Drake record first. I don't know if you know that, though. I didn't know that. That record was out two years before that record came out. I, I never, that's the craziest thing. I never understood why Jane Fox used that as a single when a record was out two years, two, for two years. It was just Drake singing the song now. So I really like the song. Mm. But Jane Fox sings a, sings a little different than, than Chris Brown I mean, than Drake. So I still liked it, you know what I'm saying? But I already knew the song. Mm. All I'm saying is that I ain't saying which one was better, technically speaking. I think Jane Fox had a wider range than Drake. Mm. So it, it was nice to hear the vocal, but still hear Drake vocals in the back a little bit. Mm. Like I felt the song made was perfect then. So it's just something like that. Something gotcha. small. Gotcha. Even Alicia Keys, I'm ready. Like, that was good. Oh, I love that song, but to see them vocals in the back. You hear Drake a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, who is this guy singing? That oh, yeah, I knew that was. That. I, I knew that was Drake. That, was, uh, see, not, see, it's not too much. But that song hits. <sighs> and and you, you don't know what it is because it could be the way she come in and the beat just drop. Mm. Like, I don't know what it is, but that song, like everything about that song, is art to me. To me, that was our last last good hit. That they was in the studio together. That was that was one of them. Hey, we gonna be in the studio together. <laughs> Come meet me, Swiss. You know what I'm saying? Bring you know. All, I think that was one of them in the yeah. studio joints. Now we're gonna also. We just uh, in the first hour uh, we had uh, television star, uh, actor, musician. We had Darius McQuarrie. Um, you guys may know him from Family Matters. Um, and he talked about it. He was talking about how sometimes people might love you today and hate you tomorrow, different mm-hmm. things like that. So of course we got to talk about Jesse really fast. Because, um, and to be honest, I'm I'm a little tired of talking about him. But I mean, hey, this is entertainment news, so of course we got to bring it. Um, they did finally renew Empire. Um, this is actually the longest they've ever taken to renew. Because normally, when Empire, like they normally renew Empire, like like as soon as, instantly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but this season, it just it wasn't hitting. And so I think because of the whole Jesse thing, that kind of didn't help the whole situation. Even though to me, I'm gonna be honest, I watched it and I and the, se- the season wasn't all that great. Um, Never really is, but go ahead. I'm mm, sorry. No, you're not sorry. It's okay. Be honest. I just I just can't get into it. Hey, teach his own, bro. Um, but basically, there's a new season coming, but Jesse is his character Jamal would not be a part of it for right now. Um, they did renew his. They did renew his contract. As far as like he, they do have a contract, but he's just not going to be on the show. So basically, it's going to be he's going to be getting paid to stay at home. Maybe it's under wraps, pretty much. So pretty much, pretty much, what they're doing is we're not telling you guys anything, but we're not saying we fire him either. Gotcha. Yeah. So um, I mean, I just feel like I seen I, the funniest thing. What you saw? I seen that. That I seen that news break about him not <laughs> about him not um, being being uh, on next season, whatever. Yeah. And the comment said, well, I hope he doesn't beat himself up over it. And I, I saw I that. I thought that was funny. I'm I sorry. I said, y'all are wild. Like, that, that's just, like, that's just funny. It's <laughs> just funny to me. Crazy, y'all. But, but um, I mean, I just feel like this this definitely needs to be the last season of Empire. And this is, this is me, actually, somebody who watched the show. Like... I felt like even when Jamal was on the show, I just kind of felt like this it's 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 not doing nothing. Again, I felt like for me, the first two seasons were great. No, the first season was great. Season two, what happened was they kept adding all these special guest stars and not really developing the characters. So you have all these special guest stars coming in and out and you're not developing your core group. And as the show progressed, they got more guest stars, they added more stars characters to the main cast it's like you're not this is is you're not developing you know i'm just like you're not developing the lions family so now that we're on season five about to go on season six it's kind of just like uh 
Nobody really checking for it like that anymore. And the streets say you're not a director. And you that's 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 beautiful director talk right there. <laughs> talk about character development. Um I know it's it's not it's not a poor segue, but Power should be coming out this year. Yes. Um, all right. So it has they have made the announcement that, that they're skipping a year like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna, yeah so we're not going there. We're not going there. But though. but I will say this. We talk about this, I think me and somebody talk about this about how we want to know what the hell Lorenz Tate is going to be doing. Like, what was It was character? me and you. We had okay. this conversation. But you brought up a good point just now with character development. If, in fact, he does, his character does grow and does become to be something, something, right? Mm-hmm. I think I can say that they did a good job of slowly developing his character. Mm-hmm. Like, depending, depending now on this season. Right. If he just politics in the season again and I don't see nothing new, then no, I'm pissed. But it seemed like we get a little bit, but one thing I get power credit for is character development. Mm. Every character, nobody was just thrown out there. Everybody kind of just I agree. little by little grew. Whether the season, and maybe that's why some seasons were born because they focus on character development maybe a little too much. But I think what you just said, what you hit on, is why people do still watch Power because even if you don't like the, the overall show, it's a character you just like to see. Yeah. Whether it's... Uh, silver, you know what I'm saying? Regardless of who it is, like you just you want to see them and what they're gonna do. I character. know, like that for me for last season, even though I wasn't like the big fan of last season, I was here for Dre. So I was like seeing how they was like. Dre, I, I think, loved his character development. I was like, I'm want to see this guy like win. Like I honestly, really do. I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen that well of a character development since The Wire with Dre. Mm. Like Dre, I think Dre's Dre. His let me tell you, his character development was so was so beautifully put together that we started listening to his music. Now, I'm not saying his music is bad. His music is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's how good his character development was that you wouldn't check his music out. Like, you wanted to see more about Dre and Power wasn't on, so I just went and checked the music. I said, yeah. let me check this music real quick. And I loved it. Yeah. So, that, 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 boy, that character, yeah, you're a director, man. I don't, I don't know what they say. To me, the streets say you're not a director, I don't know, but <laughs> people, I don't think people really take that, like, they take it for granted, that character development part because you have to do that and be able to write the show. Yeah. You can't just throw somebody in there. Like, you want people to be invested in your character. Like, you want people to care. Like, even if you a bad guy, you people, you still want people to be, like, invest, and, like, invested in what the character's doing. Like, you want you want some type of redemption for the character sometimes, so that's important. Like, all I, that I, all that plays a part. I take it even to a smaller role. You think about the priest that uh, Dre killed. Mm. Mm-hmm. That 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 death is like it was so effective because you've seen the priest throughout the show right. a few times, so they better the character, and you're like, okay, he's a good, you know, he's a okay dude, and he did something. I mean, how he got killed was being that character straight up. You right. know what I'm saying? And um, I just like I said, when you think about how I know, like, when grand scheme of things, we want more from them, but look at that that writing they're doing and how they develop each character, and even the new dude from one of Dre's friends from last mm. year. I'm, I'm curious to see what he's gonna be doing this year. Yeah, because he was just. Following anything 50 said and he seemed disgruntled with Dre, I want to know what he going at now. Mm. So it's just a lot, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just anxious about power. But I, when you brought up character development, I can't think of too many shows that has better character development. I mean, too many shows of that of that, of that content mm. that has better character development than um, than power. So I'm going to say this because I am a new The Shy fan now. Like, I mean, I was a fan before I even watched it because I just, I love Lena Waithe. I, love, I, I just like the, the people that was in the show, Jacob Lattimore. Um. So great actor. I um actually just recently started watching. I binge watched season one. Amazing. I text main matter of fact. I know he's not a texter, but I went ahead and texted him anyway. I was like, "This show is amazing." I said, "This guy got to go." Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. But 
the character development in that show was amazing. Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's really good. Like it's like you really you you get invested in all these characters, even the people that I don't necessarily like. I'm just like. I want to see like how they're gonna move forward. I'm really anxious to see how the young the young boys are gonna move because I really I kind of want the show to keep That's going beautiful. because I want to see them grow up. You see two different uh, kind of generations uh, within that like it, the shot. It's so it's almost like it's it's like uh, you've seen Crash. It's like one yes, of the movies, yes. but, but mixed in with the wire, mixed in with some power. It's like a recipe of mad like all great show we like put together. That writing is amazing, like, and yeah. then it's how they all intertwine with each other, and then a flashback. Yes, the, intertw- perfect the, 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 the intertwining was what got me. I was like, okay, I see, because at first when I watched the first episode, I'm, like, I'm trying to see how everybody's connected, but then when they started doing it, I was like, okay, and that it's was so amazing. crazy. That's how life is for real, you know. What yes. I'm it's a small world, so. But I, 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 I gravitated toward the shot the first time I seen it. Um, I don't know because I, I was a big Chance fan at the time, and they started the, like they mute. Oh. That's another thing. Now, I, I, see, you haven't watched season two, so I ain't gonna tell you nothing about season two. But okay. only thing I can say that's not a spoiler is I honestly don't think I've seen a show have um, as good as music as the shot has. The shot, the way they pick their music that mm-hmm. they playing, I haven't heard a song. I don't want to go download it yet. On mm. especially, especially in season two, I don't. It's like the sounds that make. I don't know how to describe, but it make the series go so much smoother. But the songs are actually great songs. So, mm. it's, I mean, to our team, it's a lot of work that go into stuff like that, man. It does. And then imagine if you are the people that independently do it, and they got like the only one person is doing all that. Yeah, I mean that's you. But apparently, you're not directing. I'm so not. I can't. You um, might be doing everything but directing. So whatever, whatever it is you're doing. You might be holding the camera and turn the button on and then hit record, but I don't think you're really directing. I'm you not. might tell them to do this, that, and third, but I don't think that's. That's directing. Shout out to everybody that's not directing. Apparently, you're not an editor either. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. But shout yeah. out to everybody. No, seriously, though. All seriously. Shout out to everybody that's really grinding out there and really doing it and really putting the work in, even if you're doing it by yourself or you have a team. Shout out to you guys. Because, like I said again, it's like it's all about just creating stories. People ask me all the time, what's my end goal? What's my motivation? For me, it's not money's nice. I definitely want them checks. But I mean, like, and for me, it's about having the opportunity and the privilege. To create these characters and tell these stories. That's what's that's what drives me. Like I could do this all day. Like I love it. Like I'm just like I'm, I'm honestly I've in the last few days I've just been writing and it's been amazing. I haven't felt this inspired in a long time. And it I still I was writing still, but just like there's a new energy or rush that kind of just hit me. I don't know, but it's just like I just I'm feeling it. Like it's amazing. So man, um so I, I, I mean it's slow slow news, baby. Not I'm not gonna kid you. I'm not gonna lie. Um, people have been behaving a lot um, these last couple weeks because we've been having some slow news week. I mean, our people. Because it's been stuff to talk about, but our people have been behaving um, or just doing great things. Time's up to y'all. Um, that goes to show you, like, it's funny how media works. Like, unless something bad happens, nothing to talk about. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure a lot of good stuff happening. We just it just like it's not being broadcasted, which is funny because I'm let's be 100 percent transparent. There was something we wanted to talk about last week, and, and we, we didn't can get and we it. didn't get to it, and we cannot remember what it is. And like and I know we both still been thinking, trying to find. It. That's why we keep yeah, going out. Yeah, I'm trying to, but I just can't think I can't of what, find it is. what it is at um, all. So we can get. I mean, we got. I do the rundown session of some things that we that we didn't discuss. We could talk about a little bit. Do you think anything about the uh, Taylor Swift and Beyonce comparison to their performances at the Billboard Awards? I ain't gonna lie. Listen, um, I ain't gonna lie. I watched the Billboard Awards, and the first I, I haven't even seen you was on Homecoming. Media, you just, but you didn't watch it. Yeah, no, I haven't watched it. However. Don't plan on when I first watched, no, no, no. When I first turned on the Billboard Awards and I saw the band, I thought about Beyonce. 
Wow. I'm not going to lie. Like, and this is not, and I'm not saying that Beyonce is the first person to ever do a band. I know people saying, well, Beyonce wasn't the first person to ever do. I know, we know this. What I'm saying is just, I found it peculiar that Homecoming came out, you know, she has the band, and then she has had the pink outfits on, and then Taylor Swift comes, and it's kind of like the it's kind of like the exact same thing, somewhat. Did she address it, Taylor Swift? Did she say anything? I don't know if Taylor Swift has addressed anything. I mean, I know I think Taylor Swift and Beyonce are kind of friends. I guess I don't know, but I'm pretty sure Beyonce don't care. But you know, it's like no, but I'm but, but again, I can see why people drew the conclusion of it. Like it's like literally, Homecoming just came out on Netflix, and then the next week, Billboard Awards, and it's like you're doing like the kind of the exact same mm-hmm. thing. You know what I'm saying? So I can see the comparisons, but. I mean, I, I'm I, again. I, if I have to be honest, when I first went again, when she first came on, did I heard the, the do 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 do? I said, "This look like homecoming," and I didn't seen it. But I mean, it's like, like the same thing from the pictures I saw. So, hmm. but people are calling it Mayo. What they call it, Mayo Chella, Mayo. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> they call it Mayo Chella. It's, it's it's crazy. Whole bunch of because she got dunked the other day on Breakfast Club, and then he had a big jar of mayonnaise, of course. That's that's Charlemagne for you. <laughs> I, I, I will say that um, I I mean you've said it plenty of times. You know, a lot of people say you know imitation is a form of flattery. Mm. So um, I mean I, I'm not gonna say I'm a dog through the mud for doing it. It just seemed real convenient to do right. it so soon. Right. I I don't I don't I don't have a problem with it. I'm not yeah, like neither. I'm not like oh boo Taylor Swift. But what I'm saying is you can't deny the the timing yeah. of it. It's just kind of like oh okay. All right. Well, I mean, well, maybe she planned this a year ago. I don't know. I mean, who? I'm not in Taylor Swift's camp. I don't know. Yeah, me neither. Um, <laughs> so. Shout out to Taylor Swift. Uh, <laughs> that night, I, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Cardi B had a situation that night as well. Yes. They, they, she had a dress. Apparently, people thought it was slit, and they thought you could see her for JJ. Yeah, that part. Um, <laughs> but apparently, it was her butt cheek, crack, butt crack. Yes. Yeah. And she was saying that's the concept. Now, I'm not going to say what she said because uh, Mama Clint might be listening. But uh, you know, uh, she said what she said, that what it was. And, and, and in the video she put up, which kind of, you know, caught like wildfire because it seemed like it's, it's, she was naked from far back and mm-hmm. she was just, you know, showing up in the mirror. What you thought about, you about the video? You thought that was a little much or you thought that that was Cardi or, you know, how you th- how did you perceive that? What she um, did? To be honest, I don't really have an opinion on that. Um, I just felt like... To me, I just feel like, I mean, why, I know this is pot calling the kettle black, but why address it? You know, I mean, you know what it is and you know what it ain't. So why put so much energy towards it? And I know that's me. That's so wild for me to say that because, you know, I'm always trying to clap back. Um, but I just felt like, uh, you know, but that's just Cardi being Cardi. I mean, that's just who she is. We said it before. Like, she's, she's unapologetically her and she's going to do her. And, like, if she felt the need to address that situation, then, you know, well, I mean, whatever. I, okay, so, let, let, and let's take a break and talk about that real quick because I think that, and mind you, I want to tell you, we doing this without nothing in front of us. I, I just wanted, I wanted to try. I want to see if we could just get through without nothing, like no no structure. Nice but, experiment. Yeah, you know. But uh, <laughs> you got to try things out. But I say that because it's like we got to pick and choose what you want. So, yeah, she could have not addressed it, you know what I'm saying? But then we'll be saying, like Taylor Swift, like I don't know if she addressed the Beyonce thing, right? Mm-hmm. But it was talked about just as much, if not more, than that than that Cardi B picture, mm-hmm. right? Um, but Cardi B addressed it. Obviously, we don't have no video of Taylor Swift addressing it. Mm-hmm. But I would love to see a video of Taylor Swift addressing that performance. Mm-hmm. Just just for my just 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 for my leisure, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. I don't know if she has to owe me anything, but I would love to see that. So it's like, 
it's kind of like uh, it's one of them situations with cash money too. You can't win or lose because. On one hand, you got people that saying like she doing too much, she ain't got to respond, da da da. But on the other hand, you got people like me. I, I want to see her respond. I don't care how she responds, Cardi. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like she's she's her. Would I would I agree with her how she did it? Probably not. But she's a grown woman. She can do what she want to do. Yeah. I watched it mainly because she had no clothes on. Yeah, that's cool. But I mean, I watched it still. It was entertaining, and I I, I like her being her. I mean, like I said, I feel like if you consistently be you, it's nothing to worry about. No. Just consistently be you. Don't just don't. Change for this opportunity, that opportunity. Right. Be yourself, and I think Cardi is definitely living proof of just being herself. Right. Every time. We like see I said, her. I, I didn't in the video. I never. I didn't say she was doing too much. I just felt like, you know, why? Like, it's just like, would you, why, 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 would you want your wife to do that? If you do what? If you, would you want your wife to do a, have video in that in that way? Your wife now? No. Yeah, that's that's all. So I'm, I'm thinking from a, from the standpoint of not her just being Cardi, but. Okay, offset. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, even you know, if mother, like, I, I'm about to say, I, if I'm old enough to undercomprehend, I don't want my mama doing that. Like that's just. But you don't want to see you, you don't want to see a video of your mama doing that 20 years ago anyway. No, you don't, don't play not. don't play like that because she keeps what's up in the streets in the streets. But I know <laughs> I know that you don't want to see that anyway. You know what I'm saying? No, so I just say you no. take that in account for certain. But I'm, I'm like I said, I just yeah. I'm from, not judging her though. From our viewpoint, yo, there, there are definitely no judgments. Like from our viewpoint, because we were not Cardi's husbands or sons. Yeah, I'm a Cardi fan, so. For, like I said, from our point, yo, do what you're gonna do. Like I said, again, I'm not judging. I don't. I'm not mad at her. I don't think she did. I don't think she did too much. And she again, she's Cardi being Cardi. However, I just feel like just from the grand scheme of things, and just from the lessons that people are trying to teach me, like some some things you just shouldn't put energy towards. Like people are gonna talk about you regardless. So it's like if you if you there's certain things you just don't you don't have to address. Now if you feel like you want to, then cool. But I mean, you don't necessarily have to. That's all well, I'm saying. You know, Twitter give us more than 140 characters now. Remember, for a long time, they only gave us 140 characters. Mm-hmm. I feel like she could have used maybe 30 of those characters just to kind of say, hey, that wasn't my blank. That was my blank. And that would have been that. You know what I'm saying? And we just still took it the same way we took the video. Mm. So, but I, I like Cardi being Cardi. I'm just, I, I use that comparison just to say, like, the same thing people kind of down her for, like, or people that was saying this or she doing too much for that, whatever the case may be. But still, I would still want to see a mm. Taylor Swift video. So I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't be like, she shouldn't did this. She shouldn't did that. I only could speak on from the, from the from the aspect of you know the fact that people around her probably don't want to do that. Like I don't want my wife to do that. No at all. Mm. But if I marry Cardi, I know what I'm I know what I'm marrying. Mm. So that's true. But speaking of people that's always like people rooting for you one day and, and talking about you the next. Tiffany Haddish. She's always seems to be on that boat. Um, recently, the Met Gala happened, and she was there with some. Fried chicken. Now, before before we before we even get into that, um, first of all, shout, shout, shout out to Slim because Slim listens to the podcast. He loves this podcast. Yeah, he always texts me every every week. Um, he dropped on Tuesdays. Make sure you go um Facebook and type in "Sit Down with Slim," but we pronounce it "Sit Down with Slims" for some reason. We, I don't know. He, I guess he's two people. But um, wait, yeah, he says "Sit Down with Slims" when he when he says it, but it's "Sit Down with Slim." I think he just used to saying Slims. Okay. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it, I mean, shout out to Slim, man. Okay. Oh my God. But um, he posed uh uh he he shared something today. I don't know. I wonder your opinion on it. Okay. It said, I think I said that Tiffany Hashes wasn't funny. Okay. And I think he said, uh, let me go to it real quick. I think he said that I, I said this before. I'm pretty much saying like, name a funny a, a funny uh, woman comedian. So, and I don't know if that if that's him saying he don't think. Uh, any woman comedian is funny. Mm-hmm. How do you, how, do you do? Can you name some funny uh, female comedians? 
that you think is funny. Listen, okay, so question. Are we talking about funny overall or funny on stage? Funny to you. No, 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 no. Oh, it's levels. Okay. It's let's, levels. Let's, 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 let's do... I had, I had this conversation yesterday at work. Let's just do stand-up only. Because, like, people ooh. say this. Let's look at Wanda Sykes. People say she's not funny on stage, but she is... To me, she's very funny scripted. Okay, because, see... <sighs> Because I'm going to be honest with you. I think I told you this before. I'm not really, I don't really watch a lot of stand-ups. I mean, unless it's Kevin Hart or Sir Cedric. So, um, I'm trying to think. Um, Even the Amy not, Schumer chick, people now, remember, remember Monique stuff? People yeah. like, she's not funny. No? Like they, Even people saying now, she's not funny. Now. Yeah. But see, because to me, with Monique, like, I watch the Parkers. Like, I watch it when it comes on. So, I think Monique's funny on the Parkers. Or, you know, when she does scripted comedy, but... To be honest, I've only seen bits and pieces of Monique's stand-up. I've never seen a but whole entire. But she's funny because she was I, big. I didn't laugh. Like, was it? Because my funny I, is funny, but like, I think sometimes, like, I know it's a funny, just not a funny joke. People say sometimes when you lose weight, you stop being funny. You sometimes said, yeah, you, you said it. Sometimes you're funny because you're bigger. I, I'm not. I know. I know it's gonna sound wild, but because mm. you might be joking on yourself, mm. you're able to have more dumb kind of jokes. Yeah, that's funny. But you might not be funny. When you slim down, gotcha. Um, <laughs> just, just, just the reality. That's yeah, reality. I can't honestly. I can't really answer that question because I haven't. Really, I haven't really watched a lot of stand up, male or female. Um, I, I haven't seen Tiffany Status, Tiffany Haddish's stand up. Um, so I can't really speak on if she's funny or not on stage. Um, scripted. I feel like I feel like she's funny sometimes. I feel like she does the most a lot sometimes. I mean, so it's fifty fifty for me as far as like her performances I on think, scripted stuff. I think with Tiffany Haddish, we what we what we what we do like mostly, and I think that's I think this kind of clouds a lot of people's judgment sometimes too when it comes to somebody being funny, somebody being great, somebody being good at this, good at that. The grind. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your grind will be so hard that people have no choice but to respect what you do and right. like what you do. Right. So whereas you might not be the funniest. Your grind was just so hard that it's like, you a comedian? Oh, I like her. You know what I'm saying? Right. But you like the grind, not her. Right. That's but, why. Um, that's why I definitely. I, I I like Tiffany Haddish. I think she's definitely a grinder. She definitely is a hustler. She gets out there and she works. So for me, that's why I'm a fan because I'm a fan of her hustle. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, that's the same thing with even with talking about Tyler Perry. Like I said, I'm a I'm a Tyler Perry fan, not necessarily of. Some of the material that he puts out because of his business ethic, uh, his, his ethic or whatever, his the way he grinds, the way he he paved the way for certain things, and he's changed the game a lot. He gave a lot of people opportunities and jobs. I'm, so it's like I said, I agree with you. It's like it's not may not necessarily be something they do, but it's like just their overall uh, hustle or their grind or whatever. And I'm gonna keep it a hundred. Like you know, I'm not the biggest biggest top pair fan at all. From like '06. To like 2012, 13, he has put on people's neck in Hollywood. It's like every six months he had some big movie coming out. Mm-hmm. At least with, once a, with big was, names in it. Yes, and that was it was because people was like really like going to the movies and like it was just and then oh it was just it was it was a lot like he he really he grinded and you know I didn't go see that movie I remember that the I remember the hype for each movie mm-hmm. just off the trail alone I gotta go see I gotta go see did you see that. He had it. He had from people next. I'm not the biggest Tyler Perry fan, I, but I can say that. You know what I'm saying? So definitely agree with you there. Um, but let's get back to the to, to Tiffany Haddish. So yeah, she um, apparently she had some fried chicken at the gala. Um, okay. What people saying? That, what people, well, you people know, saying about that though? 
They just said she was embarrassed, man. I'm, 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 <laughs> I, can't, I can't make this up, man. I, 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 this morning, I should have screenshot. I went Tiffany Haddish. I typed it in my Twitter. That's what I do. I type in Tiffany Haddish. It says, let me see, 20, 250 tweets in the last hour. Let's go to that. 250. Go to the top ones. So I'm going to read something. I'm going to read something, and then we'll talk about it. It says, okay. Tiffany Haddish might be annoying and or unfunny to a lot of people. But if you're talking about her and fried chicken, setting people back, you care way too much about what white people think. Okay, I don't, I don't really get that, but okay. Um, I get it, but I don't get it. Uh, it says, nobody. Nothing's there. Absolutely nobody at all. Nothing's there. Mm-hmm. I promise you, not a damn soul. Nobody's there. Tiffany Haddish. I'm an N-word. Wow. I thought that was a little bit much, but that's wow. what that's people saying. Then you see the little dancing thing right there. Wow. Uh, someone need to have this talk with Tiffany Haddish before she bring fried chicken. Why y'all mad when Tiffany Haddish act like herself or praise Cardi for doing the same thing? LOL. Mm. Okay, I see that. Y'all mad at y'all y'all got mad when Cat Williams said what he said about Tiffany Haddish. Now everyone sees it. Mm. I don't, I don't, okay. I can't remember. It was a long time ago. I can't remember everything Cat Williams said. A lot of funny stuff in that one. People hate Tiffany Haddish for the same reason they love Cardi B. All right, all right. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not. I hate when people compare uh, two black women. Mm. But I get it. But like we always say in Hollywood, when you love, you love. When you're not, you're not. Social media, yeah. when you love, you love. You like not. Like we've been saying it for a long time. Cardi really can't do any wrong. She just posted a video. Okay, so technically speaking, they saying that Tiffany show her A double S by you know. Uh, Bringing fried chicken to the gala, okay. And Cardi literally did it for real, mm. but it was okay. <laughs> Cardi, you. you know what I'm saying? I got you. Um, nothing Tiffany Haddish does is funny. Not one thing. That sounds a little bit hate to me. I don't know. I think I laughed a few times Tiffany Haddish before. I really dislike Tiffany Haddish. Last one, read. Uh, she always acts like a Bush person. Why are you taking fried chicken to the Met Gala? As if they won't feed you there. <laughs> Okay. Now, now, I don't want no Matt Gala food. I, I see. They, I see what they dressing in. I can tell. The okay. Food's so not here's the thing. Okay. So this this is what I got an issue with. I, I don't care. Do you bring the chicken? Why? I mean, the Met Gala is weird anyway. People dressing weird. It's like people look weird. They I don't, all look trash to me. To be honest, I, I I I don't see how you can pick a winner who, who had a good night in that bad. They all look bad. Like the dresses is extra long. Like. It's sundress season. We ain't got time for that. Everybody, everybody looks weird. I feel like it's a weird event. I feel like if she want to bring chicken, bring chicken. I'm with you. Like I love if, you, chicken. if you hungry and you know they're not gonna feed you, put some. Like we used to do when we go to the movies. Well, people still do it. You go to the movies, you have stuff in your purse that or is, in your bag. That is, that is fun. I will say this though: if I'm, I'm, in, if I'm in that industry, um, when I do that, probably not. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I would eat the chicken before the McGala. Definitely. Mm. Um, I wouldn't bring it. But this is my thing, and and I guess we. We on the same page here. We talk off air about it in a different way, but on, on air we would try to make the best of each thing, right? Uh, we gotta remember, Tiffany Haddish is a comedian. Yes. So she's there to work. Yes. She's a comedian. It's an occupation. Yes. Laugh or just don't like it. That's it. You laugh or don't like it. It's not that. To me, it's not that. I get it. People don't like her. I think she's unfunny. If it's not funny, you just don't laugh. Yeah. Boo. That's cool, but I mean, I don't see the point comparing. They two different professions, doing two different totally things. But yeah, they from the same kind of background, and they they're both real straight up on who they are. If you don't like it, don't like it. Just don't pay attention to it. That's it. I think I think possibly maybe the comparison is coming from. I know people, like you said, people were um, 
saying, I guess, rooting for Cardi when she showed her behind. And I guess now those same people are trying to condemn Tiffany with the chicken. Oh, I get it. And it's kind of like the same. I get it. I get it. I guess the same, quote unquote, you would consider that embarrassing or whatever. They like Cardi's songs, even though she don't write them. They like her songs, but they don't like Tiffany Haddish's jokes. So since they don't like her jokes, she can't do what Cardi B can do. Is that, that, is that what we getting at here? Something like that. Okay. I cool. think that's what it so is. So it's kind of like now how people don't like Nicki Minaj's new stuff pretty much. So when she does stuff, is they over they overanalyze it. Then normally when they do it, she, even though she could do the same stuff she's been doing, they overanalyze it now. Like, this is why I don't like Nick. Okay, I got it. When they like you, like you. When they don't, they don't. Pretty much. Nothing you can do right. So just just, just stop it. I just feel like, Again, people just try, just, people are gonna pick and people are gonna pick and choose and cherry pick what they like and what they don't all the time. So at the end of the day, you have no choice but to just continue to be you and continue to do you. Tiffany is not staying y'all. Tiffany don't care. Tiffany probably reading these tweets and laughing, and she's still going. And she going to the bank and cashing these checks. It says uh, Tiffany Haddish just doing too much with these black stereotypes for me. Like we get it, sis. Okay, it's not your sister. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I ain't trying to be funny. I mean. The wave now, everybody vegan anyway. So like, majority black people trying to be quote unquote vegan. So they're not eating chicken like that anyway. So why you mad? That'd be oh my. Why you being mad, yo? I mean, that's not me. I mean, chicken like all day, every day. So the new thing is, like I said, you trying to sell food. You got to put organic on there or something like that. Vegan, vegan or organic. First, it started off being organic. People want to be whole food and stuff like Mm. that. Now every 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 year they make a new word. It seems like first of all, let's 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 get on this. First of all, you can't call yourself a vegan. If you still wearing animal type clothes, mm. so let's be clear on that. So like, so you, you can't be, you can't be fit vegan style fit in a fur. No, no, I believe you. I'm, I'm with you. I'm I'm just, like, in, like even your makeup has you to be vegan. Be cold, <laughs> not be cold, but there's other avenues, I guess whatever. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm on your side. I'm on I your know. I was saying like with women, like even like because my sister, she she actually did research. She's not vegan, but she did. She just doesn't eat meat and she doesn't eat. Dairy and then the dairy part, I think, is because she's uh, allergic to it or whatever. But anyway, she was telling me uh, the research she did. It's even even the makeup that you the women wear. Like a lot of it's made with animal products. So like, if you're gonna be vegan, you have to take all that into consideration. So stop calling yourself vegan. Stop trying to pretend like you're on this wave. And just I mean, if you want to eat better, do better. Cool, that's awesome. But stop trying to act like you bought this life when you really not. Like you gotta do your research. I think people. I think a lot of people because of. A lot of celebrities are doing it, and also because most recently with the whole Nipsey, Dr. CB, all that stuff, it's like now people are, again, on this wave of, well, let me be vegan, and it's like, are you doing it because, because honestly, some people don't need to do it, because some people y'all actually need, because you look sick. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, I'm people just... Be, people be suffering from anorexia or something. I'm going to go vegan. Listen. Whoa, whoa, you going what? You going to go vegan or you going to go eating? Listen, because... Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying like eat everything. But I'm just saying like you, you need to do something because like I just feel like life is about balance, and I think a lot of times we get so caught up in what we're gonna eat, what we're not gonna eat, and everything. It's like you're not living life. You're just so focused on well, let me eat this, let me not eat this, let me do this, let me do that. It's like you're not I'm living. Eat what I want, when I want, how I want until I can't eat anymore. Hey, now I pass. Like I feel like yeah, we all gotta die. So why, let me eat what I gotta eat now. If I was like, oh wait, yeah, cool. I'm, I'll try to work out. Yeah, I can't say I'm gonna eat healthy though. I'm gonna try to work out. That's just that. Um, I do wanna, I did wanna bring this thing up, this up though. Um, because you brought up um, Nipsey and the Dr. CB thing. Um, okay, so I'm not hot about anything. Just, this is what I'm cool on. Okay, okay, I'm what's cool up? On something real we haven't done this in a while. What you cool yeah, on something? Uh, wow. Yeah, just, okay. Now, Hit it. 
I did a podcast. You can find it on this on this on this page here. Uh, I was big. I'm a big Nipsey fan. Anybody knew that? Um, still am. You know. I uh, still watch interviews. Still listen to music, and uh, every I, I, I have been doing it anyway, so it's nothing new. <sighs> I have, I, 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 I'm not liking seeing every picture of him now be a meme. It is, it is, it is really getting to me. And I, I try for a minute. I'm like, I get it. They, 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 they kind of upset. He, he passed. You mm-hmm. know, cool. And it's like every day I keep seeing. I'm like, this is just a regular picture. Like, why are y'all memeing this? Like, y'all, you know, it's like, fam, y'all, y'all memeing every single picture y'all see of him. Man, like, this is a blurry pic. It's not even when he was you. Like, why are y'all memeing this? And it's just like, we got. I understand it's a big wave going on right now. We can't wave on death, man. A death can't be a wave, man. Like, I'm not saying you can't like him because I'm, I'm, who am I to say that? If he inspired you, listen to the music, go buy an album. You know what I'm saying? Go, go buy some merch. Um. But we gotta stop memeing his pictures, man. This is <laughs> we gotta stop it, man. Cause like it's people that, that really like you know really was touched by him and and, and really that they loved him and family and stuff. So a picture they might have just for them too. Now y'all got words over it and y'all everybody ain't gonna rock with you, man. But what what is that about? He wasn't even about nothing like that. That's not, that wasn't none of his messages. You know what I'm saying? At least if you're gonna meme, it, let it be his message. I just make it mean to diss your friends and diss. <laughs> like come on, what Nipsey? Like what did Nipsey do to deserve that? Like. I'm trying to get mad at your friend because y'all not cool no more. So you took a picture of Nipsey by himself. Like sometimes the only, the only team you need is you. <laughs> Nipsey never said that. Nipsey never said that. And I was like, if he gonna, if you gonna do that, let it be a quote. Stop making your own quotes and putting oh Nipsey paid because he's popular right now. Oh my god. We cannot. We cannot. We cannot uh, make somebody's death a wave. And I seen it on Twitter. I see it on Facebook. I see it on people's stories. Like, what did Nipsey have to do with these words? I just want to know. It is something I seen. I said, you know what? That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, cool. Then it's something I'm saying. I'm like, what? And what? Why? Like, why? Why would that had nothing to do with Nipsey at all? <laughs> nothing at all. Like, 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 literally nothing at all. I'm like, what? What is this about? I just don't. I just don't get it, man. Like, we can't. We can't. We can't. We can't make somebody's death a wave. We just. We got. We got to stop that. Wow. And I, and I know people are trying to show their appreciation because they didn't know him and they now they like his music now. Listen to the music. Make your snaps. I, I'm okay with that. I don't care. I can't say don't listen to music because music is going to live on forever. They're fine. But God, I just find it. Any picture I can find, I feel like I just Google it, go find it and pay some words and say, I'm going to post this. I'm not I, I'm not into that, man. We got to stop that. It got to stop somewhere, man. It got to stop. It shouldn't have started. And that's what Maine is cool about. But I'm cool on I'm cool on all Nipsey memes right now. <laughs> like I don't I don't need no Nipsey memes because I listen to music. His music is enough for me. I don't need memes. You know what I'm saying for that. I know there are memes of him out already. Fine. But boy, I seen one yesterday. It just really threw me. It it, it, it it about relationship stuff. I'm like, he don't want to talk about stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you, what, what are we doing here? We just turn his thing. We, we we can't turn somebody deaf into a commercial. Mm. Especially somebody that influential. It's like let it be stuff he said. I don't care if you, do, you post little snippets of he got interviews. That's fine. Mm. That is perfectly fine. But y'all just finding pictures and y'all, I mean, I'm like, this picture set and scene has nothing to do with anything you're saying right now. Everybody at the beach riding away. It's like you might it's like you might as well post a picture and say, follow me on Twitter and put your at name. That's what y'all doing. Cause y'all just putting your own stuff on his mm. picture and make we gotta stop that. Trying man. to get them likes, you trying gotta to get them stop retweets, that. trying to get them them shares. I've I I purposely not liked anything I've seen attached with Nipsey right now, just for that reason. Because I don't know how to decipher who's, you know what I'm saying, who's being real, who just want to, you know, be popular. I know we all been fans. I, I was a fan of him before. I didn't post a lot of Nipsey pictures. I posted lyrics and stuff all year. I, I got videos. Me, 
I'm not about to go all the way to do it now. I've I've done it already. I've did that already. I don't mm. have to do it now. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing to prove. Shout out to everybody using shout out, shout out everybody using the race car emoji. The race car flag <sighs> yeah, emoji. Man. Shout out to everybody doing that now. All everybody, y'all. Y'all are real MVPs. Yeah, man. That's just it's just <laughs> that that emoji has definitely went up. It, it went, it's been up it's been up since 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 then. Um now I don't mind you saying marathon continues all that stuff. That's perfectly fine. You keep his keep his stuff going live, but his stuff, not 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 your personal beef with your friend that you're gonna talk to in three days. Like we can't use Nipsey means for that. We just can't do it. Cannot do it. It has to be some kind of some kind of barrier, some kind of line, you know. Um, but that's that. This is my thing. It just it just really it's just getting it's getting to the point where it's distasteful to me. Um, I wanna we got, we got time. No, I'm good. We can talk about Aisha. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna play that. That's what awesome. I'm awesome. I want to play this um clip of uh, Aisha Curry. Nah, Steph Curry's wife. I'm sorry. Why? Wait a minute. Hold on. Pause. Um, Why would I call her Aisha Curry? I, I ain't giving my first name right now, man. Oh man, not right now. Oh, maybe, man. maybe a little while. Wow. This is a clip but, from Red Ta- from Red Table Talk, Jada Pickett Smith show. So here it is, man. It's gonna play it. Um, no, you gonna give me the, the court? Yeah, I'm gonna give you the court. Thank you. Um, call, you have to call me out like that. Nah, nah, I ain't calling you out, you know? Yeah, just a little bit. I know, I know you, I know you're under your director bag, so I'm, you know, making sure you get <laughs> everything. Always, you know, you know how you guys, you gotta give it up, man. <laughs> 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 All right, um, so this is Steph Curry's wife of, I'm not sure how many years, but they've been together for a long time. Um, he has no cheating skin at all. She seems to have everything she wants. Um, he's a multi-millionaire. Uh, she should be happy. I say I to say, listen, and then we'll come right back. All right? Really bothers me and, like, honestly has given me a sense of a little bit of an insecurity. Wow. Is the fact that, yeah, like, there are all these women, like, throwing themselves. But me, like, the past 10 years, like, I don't have any of that. Like, I have zero, this sounds weird, but, like, male attention. And so then... Hold on. Okay, I got to stop right there. I'm going to play it through. I'm going to stop right there real quick. I'm going to play it through. I'm going to play it through. (laughs) She just said she has zero male attention in the past 10 years. She's been married to Steph Curry. She's been with Steph Curry in them, them 10 years. So I guess he's zero. But he, no, we're going to keep going now. I'm sorry. Somebody in their bag. I begin to internalize it. And I'm like, is something wrong with you're me? Not, like, you're not looking. What? She asked if something is wrong with her. She was asked to be married. She said yes. Mm-hmm. He married her, taking care of her. She wants, He wants some rings. She's, you know, she's happy celebrating with him and stuff like that. Um... She looks nice, you know what I'm saying? I, I probably won't talk to her, but she looks nice. Um, so, we'll keep going. But I'm going to tell you something else, too. When your radar's turned off, because I dealt with that for years, too, Like, and I was young, like you. Yeah, like, oh, my God. Fair. I mean, because I don't but, want it, but yeah. it'd be nice to Apparently know that, do. like, Someone's looking. But that when your radar's turned that, off, yeah. right, that can get real Don't dangerous. ever think for one minute that it ain't no some men out there looking at you like I wish. Right. Honestly. And, and I'm going to tell you who knows that more than anybody. I want to ask a question there. All of you made the decision not to. All right, I don't care about the rest. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> Man, you find it, bro. Like you, <laughs> no, it, it, it. you are in your bag right now, bro. When it comes to stuff like this, and I look at uh, Steph Curry's wife, you know, what I'm saying, um, please call this woman Aisha. Yeah, so I look at <laughs> I look at Mrs. Curry, and uh, oh gosh, I, I mean, she's a nice looking woman. You know what I'm saying? I seen pictures of when they were back. When I, when I say I want to talk, to her, I'm talking about like when back in the day when he seen her. You know what I'm saying? When they when they were talking, I seen pictures of them, whatever. It's not a good couple. I don't know what else she wants. 
um, right now. I don't. I, I and I seen it on Twitter people saying, "What she do that so bad? She does so bad." And I don't think it's some of the comments that she made that was just it's just it's the end of the world. But it's just the fact that it goes to show you sometimes like it's so many people in the world mm-hmm. that will want what she got. Now, and I'm not saying stuff. I'm talking about being married, stability, being uh, provided, being protected. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, being being some somebody something somebody can call theirs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That loves you and stuff like that. And here we are. She's feeling some insecurity because she's not getting outside attention mm. from another okay. man, or another other men. So this is what I'm seeing, and um, I ain't nobody past or nothing, but around. I think that Steph and Aisha need to go and definitely go do some marriage counseling because it sounds like a problem of brewing. Because I feel like, again, yeah, she's, and I'm not taking away from her insecurity. Like I said, we all have our insecurity about things, different things, or whatever. So her insecurity is real. However, she's trying, she's seeking attention from the wrong place. You should be wanting that attention from your husband. So either A, he's not giving it to her. And I don't mean it like, Sex. I'm talking about like giving her the affection and attention that she needs. So we don't we don't know what's going on inside their house. Or B, um, she she might got a cheating eye. I don't know. I'm just saying. But I just feel like they they need to go and go see their pastor. Go have a go have a a couple of marriage counselor sessions because this is not sounding good. Like it, it doesn't. And I'm and I just feel like y'all need to go ahead and nip this in the bud right now because if she's feeling like this. And you don't uh, bring awareness or attention to it, then it's only going to get worse. So I agree. I, I I think that maybe it's possible something's must must be wrong in the marriage, um, to where she feels like she needs. Was, yeah, I just I seen a picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a, I, I ain't gonna show you. I can't show you. But I seen. Why a, you show um, me? Well, because I, I don't know if I can find you know Twitter. Oh, I got, you, I, got you, I, got you, I got you. But I did see. Uh, um, <laughs> it was funny too. You ever seen um, the the Will Smith movie where he was selling them selling that stuff? Um, happiness, pursuit of happiness. You seen no, that I haven't movie? seen it. Pursuit of happiness. Will Smith. You're not a big fan, are you? That upset me a little bit. Oh, you got what you got upset. What the heck? No, I thought y'all was friends. So you 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 were getting jiggy with na 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 na, but you're not going to see. Pursuit I have of not happiness. seen Pursuit of Happiness. Continue with your point, man. All right, what's well, the part in the movie where he gets this job? Okay, he's so happy. You know, he I know what the movie's crying. about. He's always, he's clapping and walking out the um, and they said that's going to be uh Miss Aisha Miss Aisha Curry when the bagger at the grocery store tell her she looks nice. Wow. And wow. So my point is saying is like it's like I, I get that I'm like whoa what what do you want I get it people want I guess. It's like we say, and like you say, we and your mom say all the time, like you don't you don't need that outside um validation from mm. somebody else to say you pretty look in the mirror, you think you're pretty, you cool. You got you got a guy who probably can have a lot of people. Not and not not to say that people throw yourself at Steph. I don't see people saying, Oh, Steph, my my man, I like him. I don't see that pandemonium from him. Mm. But I can only assume, you know? Um that that uh, unless now unless stuff got be in his bag, he be doing stuff, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Now if that's the case, then that's something we don't know. Then they should, they, should, they should be on that podcast for something totally different. Then right. But I do feel like there's been instances where she's spoken, and this and I'm not I'm not never the one to say a woman shouldn't speak. I feel like they are the most strong people in the world. But there's been too many instances where she she's spoken, and it raised too many eyebrows. 
when she when he lost the series that one time and she went and tweeted all that stuff, it was like, okay, what what's going on? Steph, get your woman in line. And I hate to say that because you know I feel like women should do what they want to do. But in this particular this particular interview in this setting, I just don't get what I don't I don't get what she said. I can't even like take a second to understand where she's coming from when she say that. Everybody seems to be talking about this. I'm looking on Instagram right now. Kev on stage is talking about this now. Does Aisha Curry just, thing? But it's like, what? So, it's like, what do you want? Yeah, I just, I'm, yeah, I'm, not, I'm a little confused by. Maybe she didn't word it right. I don't know. You know what I think it is though. Now look at Steph Curry, and I don't know if you know, but we, do you know who we always talk about when it comes to the Currys and pretty looking and stuff like that? Talking about his daughter, his mom. Oh, I know people his say mom his, is. Beautiful. Never seen his mom. His mom is beautiful, amazing looking. Don't look like her age. Like one, look like one of us. Okay. I think she might be 40, 50 something years old, but she looks like she's 20. Um, beautiful, beautiful lady. People they they, they always talk about her. Like any anytime they he playing a game, they make sure they show her. I don't know if that is some insecurity, maybe because she's the younger one and like they don't ever talk about her. You know what I'm saying? It's never like, oh my god, Steph's wife. It's always Steph's mom. But they always next to each other. Uh-huh. So I don't know if that is maybe some insecurity there. Now they talk about Steph Curry's sister. And skip the wife, though. You know? oh. I don't never see people saying, nah, Steph's wife is bad. Da-da-da. Not saying she's not or is, because that's it's all pre- I got preference. You. I got you. But I think that can play a role. I thought you were saying, because I know at one point, Riley was getting a lot of attention. I didn't know if you were saying she was just I don't think she'd be saying yes, But even if, let's say, let's say Riley... So we just skip, we just, we just gonna keep skipping the wife then, right? You know, you get what I'm saying? Like Wiley, grandma, auntie. We just we just gonna skip the wife. Like I, I don't see it with the wife, what I'm saying. Like, and I and I am on social media. Like, I, I talk about I I obsessed about his mom. When he was in college, I said, dang, she look good. This is 08. Mm. Look better now. Mm. Eleven years later, you know what I'm saying? She ain't, she must have got the Benjamin Button thing going on because she looks younger every time I see her. Mm. But um I just think uh, I again, I not I, I just don't wanna to take away from what she's feeling. If she's feeling like that, again, I feel like it's probably maybe something deep-rooted, something she's always felt as a child. Maybe she just always felt like she wasn't pretty or she wasn't good enough or whatever. Um, That's something she definitely needs to talk to the Lord about. Um, That's something that she definitely needs to go to counseling, talk to a therapist, um, get that help you need to to feel like you are worth it. Um, and I'm like again, you that self validation. Look in the mirror, like yo, I'm bomb. Like you know what I'm saying. Like do a, do what you need to do. But at the same time, again, I feel like that there, there definitely needs to be some type of conversation between Steph and Aisha because I hope oh, it's going to be one now because because he, he, they need to acknowledge what she said because that needs to be a ish, that needs to be a conversation because it can, it can become an issue to where you have all these men hollering at you and it's going to be. But I'm pretty sure Steph and his like she might not get in her mention, but people might say it to Steph like your wife look good. You know people say this to people sometimes. They yeah. Might say it to them. So like 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 Jada said like you know who knows your husband knows because you can sense with somebody like he might be out people might be staring at her. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, not like like you said. You know what it she was said. Just, it was just a weird. It's has, just weird. That's just it's just the way she. It's, it's like, like she it, said it's weird. It's like I can tell she doubted saying that. Yeah. And then doubt sometimes. On, t- on national television, that's something she just spoke to her husband about. You know, yeah. hey, uh, you know, Steph, sit down. That's that's a family talk. Yeah, you know, because um, now the whole interview is, is about that. It's n- it's not about nothing else that was said. Whatever right. they went there for, right. we ain't got nothing about. It's right. about that right there. Right, exactly. You see, how I stopped it after after I don't care about whatever. whatever you said. did. 
And, 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 and it was getting juicy, but I didn't care. <laughs> didn't need no more juice. I was good juice I got. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, it's, and it's not to say that, okay, because you can have everything and you can still want more. And you can have everything don't mean that you're going to be happy. I'm not saying that because she a millionaire and she married to a millionaire, taking care of her life, got beautiful kids, uh, married to the MVP, be able to see all the Warriors games, do what she want to do, buy what she want to buy. I'm not saying she should be happy. Why not? I mean, I would like those things, but, you know, I know, I know. Even if I had it, it's still stuff that you can be dealing with. So it's not mm. to say that she shouldn't deal with nothing. But that's, uh, yeah. What she said is just, it just, it just, it's just wild. I, I think me, if I was her husband, I would, I would just be looking at it like. Imagine being in the locker room and your teammates are listening, watching the Red Table Talk, and they'd be like, "Yo, stuff, yeah, look at this." Like, you know, like, Dang, like I hope y'all be calling for like, "Hey, babe, you know, uh, right, I messed up, right?" I said, <laughs> but. Then, then that's damage control too. So you know that look like damage control. But I, I say for for me, I just want my wife to feel like she needs to have other people um, view her as a certain way right. in order to feel pretty. I feel like, dang, me saying you're pretty is not enough. If he's saying that, right? So I'm saying it's too, it's too far. I'm just, I'm just gonna assume he is. Yeah, because yeah. It's too like I, I said, it's it's too far. Like you said, it's if he is saying it, I would definitely feel a certain type of way. Like as the husband, yeah, it's like bro, what? Well, or what? secondly, if he's not saying he it, then he needs to get it together. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. So. And and he's athlete, so in, in defense, he could be so focused on his on, on his craft that he maybe maybe we we assuming now or just based off of, and that's what we do right. based off a little clip. But um, but your but your first but your first priority is your home, and yeah. your first priority is your wife. When it comes to that, you're, you know the game comes second, so you need to make sure home taken care of first. So if if she not good, then and that and that's the person that holds you down. Like so, if she not good, she gonna be there when the game stop being so nice to you because you know the game is maybe the, I don't know because she might be want might want the bagger to, to talk to her. So <laughs> we're gonna Walmart. assume that you know nothing like that is happening. But like I said, your your partner, your spouse is gonna be there when the NBA yeah, look you, be like you need to retire. Well I'm gonna tell you, so you know it's backwards, right? And I have this situation before or something like that. Like I know let's say I'm talking to a girl mm-hmm. and she posts a picture, right? And we we be talking so you know we or we be we together, whatever you want to call it. And she posts a picture, get like a hundred something likes, whatever. Mm-hmm. It don't matter if I don't like the picture. To that person, mm. you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, you don't like it. Or if I like it and just didn't love it, but she, you know what I'm saying? It don't matter. That person wants to know. They want that reassurance that you like what they got. You have to mm. prove of it, but they want they want to know that you like it because they probably dressing that way for you. But you like them, you know what I'm saying? And I would just be so, I probably not mad, but I would be feeling way of like, if let's just they put it in reverse. But I like it. I would like all all the person pictures stuff like that. But they mad because they not getting enough likes. It's like, whoa, uh, I like it. I love it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm, I'm, so yeah, that's how I look at it. And and in a scale of our our um our life, our, yeah. our world, because I have some, that situation so many times. Like people get a, a bunch of likes and stuff, but it don't matter to them if that person that they, they feeling not liking it. So it's like if the and that that only that only leads me to believe, like you said, I believe that maybe maybe that's, maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's playoff time. Maybe she don't get the attention to play in the playoffs, which. I mean, it's playoff time. You know, I don't know how that works. I, I've never been with somebody that's in sports. My brother plays sports, so I, I can only assume. I watch him and that that like him and that dynamic of him being with his, with his girl and stuff like that. Yeah, they, they. I know you said home come first, but you know I will say this: lose a game, <laughs> talk to my brother. Then he ain't trying to talk. Mm. You, so you get you get what I'm saying. Mm. So still having a bad ten game. Let's say he might not. I don't, I don't know if he's the same like my brother, but she, he might not be talking to her no more. You know, mm. he might. 
be at the gym. He might not be coming home like he, you know, what he what he normally do. You know what I'm saying? He might be focused on perfecting his craft. I can only assume NBA players go ten times harder than like somebody like my brother. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So with that being said, she might have a valid point in complaining about it. I just don't think social media is the platform for that. I think that you go to your spouse mm-hmm. and y'all talk about it or his fine mom and get him to get her to, <laughs> get her to talk to this boy. You're so stupid. But I mean, if she if she want, you know what I'm saying, she can come to my job and I I tell her she look nice. I tell all customers they look nice sometimes. I tell her that even if, even if they don't. I say it so you know maybe maybe have a better day. I don't know. I feel like you're saying that some customers will help another customer, another employee not get not get barked on. I, I do that. You look nice. I'm like I walk out. That's a nice shirt. It'd be ugly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm it'd be ugly. Uh, that's a nice color. Especially uh, uh, oh, like my wife would love that. That shirt. That that color look good on you. Oh, you think so? Hey man, that's what it is, man. You know, that's, if I can't help you, I'm gonna at least tell you, you look nice. <laughs> I know women now, you know what I'm saying. If I can't do that, now, I'm gonna tell you, you look nice, you know what I'm saying. But um, oh man, yeah, she gotta get, she got, she gotta, she gotta, she gotta address that. He gotta address that. Oh yeah, man. that definitely, that conversation definitely needs to. And then he was, and then Golden State lost last night. I wonder why, man. He think about his, he think about why wife don't think he's so pretty, you know what I'm saying. Mm. Now they're gonna lose the whole series, man. But um, we about to get up out of here, man. We got uh, how much time left? I don't know. Like thirty seconds. Oh, for real? Okay. Hey, we got new, we got issues of VPN mag, new batch. Come get them. I mean, if you're in Augusta, hit me up. I'll bring them to you. I'll go to thevpntv.com. Yeah, man. Um, I'm just going to end with, you know, um, definitely this podcast to come out before Mother's Day. So, happy Mother's Day to all Yes, mothers. happy Mother's Day. Glad you remembered. Uh, happy Mother's Day to Mama Clay. Happy course. Mother's Day to Mama Bradley. Thank you. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day to all mothers out there. Hope yes. you do a good job. Um, so, I want to end with saying to for, for Curry, you know what I'm saying? If at the end of the day, give them that affection and appreciation they need so they won't have the insecurities. L-O-V-E and affection. Uh-oh.